The Crash and Mars Podcast. If you guys had to guess which province was the pickiest of eaters, what province would you guess is the pickiest? According to the third annual Cravings Report from Uber Eats, there's one province and one city in that province that tops the list for which users often add special requests to their orders. I'm going to say Quebec. Quebec? Yeah. Okay, what city in Quebec? Montreal. Okay. Oh, because they picture themselves. I feel like they just, yeah. Paris West. They're just better than everyone. All right, okay. And you guys kind of are. I love your place. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. It is a unique, distinct society. (laughs) (laughs) I love it there. Um, I'm going to go, BC feels too obvious. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, it's so pretentious. Are you going Winnipeg? Uh, No, I don't think they're just happy to eat. Uh, I'm going Ontario. Ontario. Yes. What city? Oh, oh, the the big smoke, Toronto. You on Toronto? All, All right, right, okay. Right. Haley, province and city. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go BC because I think the obvious answer is the correct answer. Yeah. Mm. And I'm gonna go with Vancouver. Okay. Vancouver, BC, as the most pickiest city yeah. and province. Well, guess what? You guys are all wrong. How are we all wrong? Is it Edmonton? It's not Edmonton, and it is not Alberta. Well, unless you go out with Mars, she is picky. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I asked. <laughs> She's got to bring us restrictions. Up. <laughs> I don't go out as often as I used to. Yeah. So The restaurant industry thanks you. That, I, I know. <laughs> I thought they just sent me a card because they liked the show. No. 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 Like, thank you for Appreciate not coming it. to our yeah, establishment. Thanks for staying home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being safe. <laughs> Your money's no good here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, according to Uber Eats, the pickiest city and province is Saskatchewan, <gasps> with the city being Regina. Really? Really? Yes, we you did, guys. We did some time in Regina. I don't recall it being picky. Uh, times have changed. Uber Eats said not only are people who live in, in Regina picky, they also know exactly what they like and request it all the time. Well, that's fair. I mean, I guess if you know what you like, yeah. you go for it. And you go there and you want it done properly. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Number two on the list, St. John's, Newfoundland. Mm. Apparently super picky. Yeah. Number four, or number three, rather, sorry, Kelowna. Hmm. Number four, Halifax. Number five, Windsor, and number six, Prince George. Wow. Oh, so in the the bigger cities, we're just cool with whatever. Yeah, and also, by the way, Edmonton, Calgary, we came in way down at the bottom. We're not picky at all. We just order it up and eat it up. If it's on the plate, we're like, good, good enough. When it comes to the best tippers, unfortunately... No city in Alberta making that list. The best tippers was dominated by by BC. Number one, the good folks of Nanaimo, British Columbia are tipping like crazy. Oh. Which is wild. You guys have those outrageous mortgages to pay for. (laughs) Victoria coming in at number two. (laughs) Yeah. My brother's a real estate agent. I can't believe what y'all are buying house. (laughs) (laughs) And number three, Kelowna. Ranking as the most generous three cities. Uh, quick question. Um, if I'm just picking up some takeout, do I tip? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Ah, a couple bucks. Like still the full amount as if I was okay. sitting there dining? Not the same. I picked up a pizza the other day. Yeah. Did you tip? Well, I did. Because she was standing right there. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. We like that bar. But literally, it just like, it was made, baked, and then put in a box. Yeah. Like then nothing happened that earned uh, a 25% tip. So they need to go, They you, what, you need to... Wine and dine. You need to be served. Yeah, like, they did <laughs> serve you. What are you tipping for? Well, yeah, you're tipping like for the whole, it's the restaurant experience. You're still eating their food. Well, the food's yeah. food. 
You, they made it. It might have been dying under a heat lamp. I don't know. It wasn't dying under a well, heat lamp. I know. It took forever. Please don't say that. I really like this place and I want to keep going there. Well, I'm not going to say the place. Okay. I love the place. Well, the food know. was fantastic. You think they know? But well, I, as I'm, uh, as it pops up on the pin pad, I'm like, ah. I'm like, what do I do? You tip. And I hit I hit 25%. I'm like, here you go. And For nothing. <laughs> For nothing. You didn't say that, did you? No. Oh. God, no. I'm like, thanks so much. This is awesome. Okay. I think you can tip a little less on pickup. So I could have went 15. You could have went 15. <sighs> but you still tip on pickup. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can go lower, though. You're okay with that? Now, family, stop encouraging Crash. What are they saying? Don't tip? This one here says, I look at them dead in the eyes, and then I push no tip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You better not frequent that place. <laughs> yeah. Remember what your face looks like. Oh. Oh. People Jeez. are saying tips only for dine in. That's what I thought you're tipping for. You're tipping for the whole service. No, crash. But you're just fine. something that's banged out in the kitchen, thrown in a just, box, and they're like, here. Well, but you're tipping when you tip in dine in, the waiter or waitress is waitress still tipping out to the back of the that's house. That's not staff. my concern. But I'm saying the back of the house staff is still working for your takeout order. Yeah, they're still working for you. Well, they're still getting some tip from uh, <laughs> all the diners. No, but they're not. They're not if they all have your attitude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the restaurant business is struggling. Oh, come on. Well, thank God you t- you didn't roll your Closing eyes or anything. Left and right. No, but I was just uh, I was put on the spot. I'm like, she's holding the pin pad. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, there's four options. One of them's zero. So <laughs> I don't think I can hit that one. I tipped on our takeout coffees yesterday. What? Why would you do that? That's the easiest way to tip. You can go like 30% and it's like, you know, $1.50. Well, the, yeah, that's true. But I bought two coffees downtown yesterday for $12. Oh my God. That's how much it was. What kind of coffee? Oh, latte. Uh, latte. They, they were fantastic. Like a couple liters? No, yeah, mine right. was like a little one. Mine was only like this big. Crash wearing off on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> big dipper. coffee though? Uh, here, Sarah's hanging okay, on. Okay, all right. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hi, doing pretty good. good. Um, uh, so, what do you got with the uh, tipping on takeout? So we tip, like me and my boyfriend, we tip no matter what, whether we're picking up or we're dining in, because he used to work in the food industry. He was a cook, mm-hmm. so that tip, even if it was a pickup, goes towards the cooks as well. Yeah, exactly. So, but if I'm dining in, I'm getting even more of an experience. Do I have to no. tip even more? Well, that all depends on who you are, right? Like, if my, with, for my grandfather, if the waiter or waitress is super friendly on top of everything, then they get an amazing tip. If he, like, my grandfather tips no matter what. I think out of my 24 years of living, I've only ever heard of him not tipping once. Oh, that must have been a bad meal. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody got the wrong Everybody got the wrong meal. It came out like 20 minutes late. Everything was cold. Like, it was bad. Yeah, you don't mess with gramps <laughs> on that. Yeah. All right. Okay, oh, thanks, yeah. Sarah. No problem. Have a great day, yeah, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye. Tip culture. It's got to go, right? It is tricky. Like, go away? Yeah, we got to do, we got to, we got to get the European model where everybody's just paid good oh, money just, to work. Oh, yeah, you're paid good money. Yeah. Living wage. Yeah, yeah. People are pointing out, like, fast food. What's the difference? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. right? Yeah, someone prepared it at McDonald's, yeah. but I'm not tipping. I don't I know. know the difference. They're working hard. Because, quite frankly, the pizza I got, that's pretty much fast food. Yeah, you're right. It was because you ordered I, it. And, I called oh. ahead, ordered it, and I picked it up. Done. Just got to go. It's like I ordered McDonald's on an app. I show up, grab it, it's done. What do you guys think about this? This text here says, guys, in BC, uh, we've got a lot of people with money. 
in Alberta, <laughs> they're very cheap. In Kelowna, when I was working there, I got massive tips as a garbage man every week. Wow, you tip a garbage man? Owners of $5 million homes would tip me weekly wow. and thank me for the service. Here in Alberta, people run and hide when I come to pick up the but garbage. But are you picking up garbage in a $5 million home? Well, yeah, Maybe right. they are tipping here. Maybe Ish. Upper Windermere, if you walk down on Garbage Day in Upper Windermere, maybe all the garbage bins have $100 bills flapping out of them. You hear the shock and Crash's voice? You talk to your garbage <laughs> man? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, but you, when do you, when you actually see them? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the elusive garbage man. No, you're saying that because they were here yeah, when our here garbage man right, right, I'll right. see them on my camera. Like, uh, I don't right. know. I guess I can put a light show on for them or something. <laughs> uh, Amy, how are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you? Doing pretty good. Um, what do you think? Tipping on takeout or what? In my 43 years on this planet, I have never tipped on takeout. Mm. Um, honestly, the little bit of time that the server is touching yeah. my order yeah. is not worth it. If you think about the cashier in the grocery store and how long she spends another good on point. your order, yeah. Like the, yeah, I think they would be more worthy of a tip than... The gal grabbing it from the kitchen and handing it to me. And if you're doing fine dining, I can guarantee the chefs, not the cooks, but the actual chefs in a restaurant at fine dining yeah. are making more than enough money. They don't need a tip. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, you're like, no tip for anyone. <laughs> Amy goes in, she's like, don't expect it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, you just caught me off guard, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know why, I know, I don't know why I know. this is an issue right now. You but. make a good point, though, with the grocery people. Why don't we tip them? Yeah, there's a lot of people that are You're serving right. and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and in fairness, when I go out to a restaurant, if I'm getting great service, I absolutely tip. Yeah, yeah, and right. for contrast, I have teens and preteens, and they are very obsessed with how much did you tip them? Did you tip them <laughs> don't be cheap, Mom! <laughs> Yeah, that's how no, I am with Crash. My daughter, the one day, she wanted us to double the bill. Double the and bill? And I'm looking at her and going, no. <laughs> You're like, you don't know how much mommy makes. It's yeah. not double the bill money. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The time she wanted us to double the, the bill for the tip, Yeah. the waitress spilled iced tea all over my husband. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah. oh. Stuff happens, I guess. Yeah. But still, wrong time for double the oh, bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kate, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Amy. Have a good one. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. See, the thing is, Crash, though, is that like your tip just didn't go to the girl who was helping you. It also, you know, that split up with the guys who were and the gals who were doing the pizza in the kitchen. Everybody was, you know. Yeah, but yeah. how much? Does the, does the server get... Majority of it is that how it works? Mm. I don't know how the whole tip out process. I, I mean, works. it depends on who you work for. Every every place seems to have a different. Is it different math on the takeout tip as well? Well, that's what I'm wondering because she's still a server too. Like she ran to the kitchen, came to the front, gave it to me. Not fast enough. Does to she? <laughs> does she get majority of that twenty five percent tip? Meanwhile, the guys busting their asses in the back maybe get like two percent. Well, I don't think she gets majority of it. No. Just so you know, honey, <laughs> this is for the fellas in the back. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm okay tipping. I was just, yeah, I was, no, no, I know. I was just very... Yeah, you did. You tipped. I was like, oh, no, what do I do? Yeah, but you I, I did tip 25% as I typically do. 
I really like this place, Crash. You better have treated them well. I did. I okay. did. Well, I did. I tipped them 25%. All right. They should probably, after I walked away, they're like, what a fool. Yeah. Tip 25%. <laughs> this idiot. Rude. Giving right? away his money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi. Doing fantastic. Uh, tipping on takeout. Good. Do you? Uh, so, pre-COVID, I never would. Oh. Um, okay. No. Like, especially, like, more fast food places. Like, if you're, I'm thinking anywhere where you don't typically sit and eat. Like, if you're going to one of those pizza joints where it's, like, they don't have seats for you to sit and you're just picking up a pizza. Yeah. Not tipping. Okay. Not tipping. Um, but I think just because people are not dining in as much as they used to, um, I think it's really important to to tip because they're not getting, they're not able to serve you like they would in the past. Well, the place I walked into was slammed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, like, it's really, like, it's one of those things, like, we've been tipping. Like, if we do takeout from a restaurant that we would typically eat in at, and we were just doing takeout, then I would tip. But not, like, if it's, yeah, like I said, if it's, like, more fast food, like, one of those just drop-in pizza or, like... Yeah, obviously yeah. McDonald's, Edo, like those type of places. It's weird that no. we do that, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Jess. Yeah. Thanks, Jess. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. If you go into a fast food place like McDonald's yeah. and pay, is there a tip option on no. the... No, no. Okay. I, like, haven't, I haven't done it in so long or paid attention. Like I... if you uh, hit up a dirty meal at Five Guys? Yeah. Tipping? Can't. Do they have a so jar? They don't even they have, have a... a jar. But you would never. Well... <laughs> No, I, just, I don't have cash on me. I don't have cash on me. No, I agree. I don't have back cash there on too. me. The kitchen's right there. They're slinging over that hot grill. Maybe they're just paid really well. Dump me full of them fries. I think Five Guys does do better than most, but I don't actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> we, I could, walked yeah, in, we could just pay people more. I walked into Walmart the other day, and there was an elderly woman in a cage. Excuse me? That's not Walmart. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, there was. There was an elderly woman in a cage. Oh, my God. And she was yelling. And um, She was yelling? Yeah. And uh, she yelled at me for money, and I, I, didn't, I didn't have any. And I felt horrible. And she told me she was going to be in that cage for a long time. That's a charity if thing. I, yeah, I know. Was she was it like an endurance test? I don't know. And when she raised enough, they she, would release her from the cage? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's like a, a charity thing, like for cancer. Yeah, I, I yelled, I don't have any money. And I, oh, my God. <laughs> Puts a blanket over the cage. <laughs> Go to sleep. Like a Not bird a I don't want to look at. <laughs> Man. I didn't have any money on me. I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, well, still uh, here, in then. Another one on uh, t- um, tipping here. Carla, okay. how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Tipping on takeout? You do it or not? No. Mm. And it I, doesn't matter any I, kind of takeout? You know, it doesn't matter. I, I don't tip on takeout because... You're getting paid to put my food in a container for my overpriced rice and vegetables when I pick two items from a Chinese place. Yeah. Right. So they're paying for it. You're paying for the service. They're getting paid for a service. You so like pay if, them the service. If you're dining in, so, that's the service. That's the experience. Exactly. I personally think it's greed because I'm already paying for my overpriced food in the service I'm paying you for that you're getting paid for. Right. Yeah. Would you tip at the liquor store? No. Okay. Because I already, I already spend enough on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, just checking. I'm in there four times a week, Mars. I, I cannot keep up with that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks, Carla. Yeah. Thanks, Carla. Yeah. Thank you. I I I mean that if I rarely ever eat out, 
I mean, I don't do skip the dishes or any of those apps. Yeah. Um, I can see tip on those. If I do, yeah. I do if I, I mean, the only time I think it's acceptable is, you know, the good old Chinese food to the door or the pizza to the door. When right. someone's physically yeah. doing physically something. physically doing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Well, thanks, Carla. Yeah, that's, thanks so much uh, for sharing that. Yeah, Take that's care. great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Carla, Carla didn't hold back. No, no. People are passionate about not tipping. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, is it because I, I still, I'll still tip. I'm, I'm tipping no matter oh, what. Yeah. But it is funny that, uh, yeah, we we don't tip the uh, like more fast food joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. And people are saying uh, it's been a while since I've been in. Uh, but Five Guys does have a tip option. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just should. hits no. No, I would, I would tip. That's what I, places are throwing money away. Yeah, but to their employees by not offering a tip option on the machine. I have once it's there, yeah. I'll press it like a monkey. It is funny because some places, like the weirdest places, how they leave a tip option on the the pin pad. Yeah, like you were joking about a liquor store. There was one liquor store that I oh, hit no, on. I'm not joking. Yeah. I've seen liquor stores with yeah. tip I think options. I, yeah, I hit yeah, a yeah. Liquor store. I think it was in Sherwood Park. I was just. I kind of just got a sense that maybe Carla was a big drinker. That's oh. all. Yeah. <laughs> Nail on the head. But uh, yeah, there was a tip option. I'm like, that's weird at a liquor store. That yeah. one I hit no. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> not for you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> oh boy. Interesting. That was very interesting. Nice little chit chat there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it well. always goes the exact same way. <laughs> I try every Tiffany. year. Let's see where it yeah. goes. <laughs> like I said, I just wish we would develop a more European. Well, people should be to, paid a lot more. Oh yeah. And just yeah. get rid of it altogether. It'd be a lot easier for everyone. Yeah. This is awesome. Do you guys go and like find the super Christmassy places around the holidays? Oh, I love looking at uh, homes that are done up. Yeah. Mm, Have you ever yeah. thought about traveling around our great country to find what looks like the most Christmassy spot? And that doesn't necessarily mean like your neighbor's great lights, but an actual town or a village. Oh, like going to another town. Yeah, that oh, looks oh. like it could be in a Hallmark movie. Well, someone put together the 11 most Christmassy places in our country that everyone should go to at least once. And there's one place in Alberta that made number one. That's like the Christmas town? It is the Christmas town. Who would be the Christmas town? Is it around? Is it Southern Alberta? Can you give us a hint? Let's just say. It could be anywhere. Say it's about 70 minutes from Calgary? Yeah, about 70 minutes from Calgary. (laughs) (laughs) Banff, Alberta. Ah. Damn you, Banff. You do look gorgeous, though. And Lake Louise, in general, is listed as one of the most Christmassy spots in the country Mm -hmm. to go. It is incredible. Number two, Quebec City. Apparently, if you want to get lost in what looks like a Hallmark movie. Oh, I bet. Quebec City has got you covered. They say it feels like you're in Europe during the holidays, venturing down cobblestone streets. Oh, yeah. Historic architecture. A little bit of of snow all over. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, Whistler, British Columbia. Apparently, it's a festive haven. Mm -hmm. Whistler just looks like a Christmassy town. Yeah. Next on my list, the city of Halifax. Oh. Apparently, they know how to celebrate the winter season right. They must uh, have changed that in years, because years ago when we worked there, I don't remember it being too Christmassy. You and I had zero money. We couldn't even afford to drive when we lived there. Well, no, but we worked downtown. We would have been able to walk around. We hit up pubs. I don't know if it's downtown. I don't remember it being Christmassy. I've got some Christmas in Halifax. Uh, it looks pretty Christmassy now. Looks like Mm. they do a big tree like, you know, cities do. Yeah. Yeah, they probably do it at the... uh, 
decorated building. Is that like their city hall I'm looking at? The I clock don't know tower? what that is. Oh, and they project uh, all that. Yeah, stuff, Crash, stuff they didn't build. do any of that when no, we lived there. I didn't see there. any of that. No. Well done. Next on my list, Churchill, Manitoba. Oh, I thought you were going to say Churchill Square, Edmonton. No, no. We didn't make the list. Sorry, guys. <sighs> Apparently, Churchill, Manitoba is a home to all the winter wildlife you need. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Polar bear capital of the world. Well, let's import some bears here. <laughs> Let them loose. I don't think of animals at Christmas, though. I want to see you want lights. lights. Yeah. snowman. Yeah. Next on my list, Dawson City, Yukon. Hmm. They say it's cold and dark, but there is no shortage of light, laughter, and fun. Apparently, they have like festive boat parades known as Flotilla. Flotilla. And that's when people's boats who aren't in the water, they put them on trailers and they do them up like Christmas. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's good. And the last city on my list, Ottawa. Apparently, Ottawa knows how to do Christmas right. Hmm. Actually, you guys, you know what? I lie. Edmonton is on the list. Hey! Oh, nice. We beat out Montreal. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's impressive. We're way down at the bottom, but we're there. Because the lights that uh, they put up in town, they're pretty good. I think they're great. The big pine tree that uh, yeah. you slap up downtown, that's a good looking tree. The ledge grounds get decorated. They do, yeah. Stunning. Some yeah. of the towers downtown have those. Uh, yeah, they change the LEDs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Telus building puts a big tree on the side of it. The zoo does great work. Yeah. The botanical gardens Zoom do some stuff. Um, is it Vic Park that does the uh, the lit skate walk? Yeah, the rainbow lit Gorgeous. skating path. We got the Castrol Raceway drive through. Right. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should be higher on that list. We're not higher on the list, but uh, we're on the list. Yeah. So that's some, that's some really good news. Mm-hmm. Right? It is indeed. All right, this story next hits home uh, because it happened to one of our own. A radio host in Los Angeles named Lisa had to reach out to DoorDash to complain. And Haley, this made me think about you because you always get Skip delivered here. <laughs> After a female driver delivered her food to the radio station in L.A. And then pooped in a trash can in the lobby. Oh, my God. Why did she do this? She probably could have used their washroom. No, at the- because like us, like you're not allowed in the oh, building. Didn't let her in. But no. even if, I think if... If someone was at the door and Shelby opened it and she gave him a prize, and if they're like, I really have to poop, she probably would no, let she her. Wouldn't. No, she would not allowed to let people no. in. Wow. You're not allowed in Especially here. Especially for pooping reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it happened on Friday, and Lisa didn't know about it until someone else in the building suggested there was a serious mess in the lobby. I'm guessing it was an emergency, right? I'm going to say it was an emergency. If you're throwing it down in a plant, yeah. Yeah. You don't think this is done out of anger? No. No. Yes, she, uh, her request didn't get played. <laughs> yeah, I've been in that spot before. When you are driving for Skip, a yeah. lot of the times that you just go, 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 and there's not really any place you can go to go to the washroom because you're in your vehicle yeah. the entire time. Oh, mm-hmm. right. And you can't leave your Skip bag out in the restaurant to go pee because somebody could take off with your bag. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. If you go into like a, a McDonald's or whatever to pick up an order, couldn't you just zip through their bathroom? But where are you going to put your bag? Just leave just, it in your car. Well, just don't get it yet. Just uh, walk in and yeah. just leave it at the counter, and then go do it your go do your nastiness, and then grab their food I with suppose. hopefully your washed hands. It slows down your time though. Mm. That also. Well, don't poop in the garbage can because DoorDash responded to a complaint and the driver was, quote, no longer able to deliver with DoorDash. Mm. Yeah. No. Ginge, look at that photo. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem, too. I don't think she tried her best to. Well, because they said it was quite the mess in the lobby. She wasn't even over the whole of the can. No. Oh. Because it could have been a pretty clean situation. 
based on the way the garbage can set up. It's not a big open mouth one. It's one of those ones with like a, a lid and then a tinier, the tinier hole. hole. Yeah, to put your refuse in. Yeah, it's got a big rim. And if she lined up her uh, her hole on that hole, then it would have worked. Yes, but she was on the flat part. Yeah, she caught a lot of oh. caught a lot of rim. Yeah, could have been because of the rush she was in. Maybe she didn't want to. She didn't want to embarrass herself and be sitting right on the garbage can. It could be. Remember that Uber we took downtown? We got yeah. in the car and the guy's like, "Um, do you mind? Uh, I just got to go to the washroom." And we're like, "Um, okay." Sure. And there was there was no business around. Like there's no like Timmy's or anything. Yeah. He went between two buildings yeah. and, and took a piss oh. and then well, came back. We and think he's that's like, all he did. All right. He leave it running. What do you mean the vehicle? Well, it was a new. Oh yeah, the vehicle. Was oh, the running. vehicle was yeah, running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, keys, everything is in there. That's yeah. right. I feel, I feel, I feel nice about that. Because <laughs> I was, asking, I would have been a little insulted if you took the keys out. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, like he, we looked like we weren't gonna like steal his car. Yeah, drive yeah. away. Yeah, he trusted us. I yeah, mean, outside of uh, busting a piss four feet from you, <laughs> <laughs> like you could see. You know yeah. what? Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want my rating to drop. So I think he did oh yeah, him. yeah, I think he did get full rating. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have been to Disneyland, um. I have. I didn't know that they made T-shirts like this, but angry Disney fans are calling for the Mouse House to ban inappropriate T-shirts after a couple was photographed wearing pretty much sexually suggestive T-shirts at Disney World. Now, over the weekend, fans posted a photo of a couple wearing matching shirts that riffed on Disney's iconic D calligraphy. Oh. So you know what the Disney look, yeah, yeah, D yeah. looks like? One shirt read... I wanted the D, while the other said, I gave her the D. Oh, um, why would you wear that in public? I don't know. Like, it's, whatever, put it on if you're drinking around your fire pit, but why would you wear that in public? <gasps> yeah, there's a picture up in the app. If you guys have the app this morning, you can head on over. It is vibrant. Wow, it's bold. Yeah. 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 The non-family friendly t-shirts are not oh. sold at Disneyland or Disney World or on any Disney property. You can get them on Etsy and Amazon. And uh, apparently it caused a bit of a firestorm on Twitter yesterday. Uh, by the way, Disneyland said that you will be asked to remove that shirt if you're seen wearing it. Well, yeah, come on. However, if you go through the gates with like a hoodie on. Oh, yeah, you would, they wouldn't They'll know. let you in because they won't know. But they can boot you out of the park? They can boot you out, though, they're saying. Now, they have the right to refuse entry or to remove any guest wearing inappropriate t- attire for families at Disneyland. Why would you do that? Like, I, I don't have kids or anything, so yeah. I would look at that and just be like, that's that's trashy. But if you have kids, like, that's gross, right? Well, you know, you mean- Would they get it, though? I, I doubt it. I guess. They, yeah, it doesn't have a it's picture. It's just a trashy look for Disneyland. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if all their patrons are walking around with that. Yeah, it's just not a great look. Look. This text here says those shirts are awesome. <laughs> no. People get so butthurt over everything these days. Well, you can't wear that. Well, that. That is literally just nasty. Disney has this like squeaky clean image though, right? But like, would you even, would you consider wearing that walking through like Home Depot or Walmart? Yeah, I think people do. Like, I've seen pajamas and stuff, but... Yeah, that's fine. Not, like, something seen, that overt. I haven't seen... I don't think I've ever seen... Oh, no, I did see one very inappropriate t-shirt. But I'm, like, I'm not overly offended by a whole ton. Mm-hmm. But only one t-shirt got me. I was like, damn. Was it vile? Yeah, it was vile against women. Which oh. is why I was like, brah, like, that's... Rip it off him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I love just, their funny t-shirts. I judged you. Well, this one, I didn't find it funny. You can go funny. 
Like, a, like a, I've seen the uh, like party starts here, arrow pointing at your crotch. I've seen that yeah. in public. <laughs> 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still see those shirts. Speaking of 2001, remember T-shirt hell? No. Link up. That was like the... The go-to spot for these? When, when Spencer's wasn't raunchy enough for you. Oh, oh, oh. you can go a little more raunchy. Yeah. Because uh, back in the day, like my T-shirt place was, if you wanted questionable dirty ones, you go to San Francisco. Yeah. Because Spencer didn't exist, at least in Winnipeg. Yeah. No, it was you're right here. San Francisco yeah. was the big one. It mm-hmm. was the same. I I remember going to San Francisco and feeling like I was being bad. Well, yeah. You see all the uh, booby cups in the back. You're like, yeah. Damn. Put your head down. Walk right past the clerk to <laughs> the back. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Good oh my god. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were pretty funny. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six. How big of a pervert were you? Yeah, are you a giant perv? <laughs> call this radio station with your pervy tease. Prove it. Haley will screen some calls. No. Things you can- <laughs> oh, no. No, don't do that to Haley. Don't Too do that early. to Haley. Also, your t-shirt has to be safe for radio. I can't uh, I can't air it if it's like, like some of the texts that are coming in, for example. Mm-hmm. But maybe, did you as an adult... Because we've talked about as a kid being in high school. Did someone? Are you wearing raunchy t-shirts as like a full-grown adult? Yeah, because schools wouldn't allow you to wear them. No, but that, those were kids. Yeah, yeah. But like, are you just walking around? Yeah, as an adult, you look in your dresser and you're like, "Well, I'm kind of out of t-shirts. Well, I'll put this one on. It's questionable, but we'll we'll give her a shot." Has anybody been at Disneyland and has the staff approached you to say, "Hey"? Take that shirt off or get out. Do you challenge them or do you do you uh, play dumb and be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I think that's how you. I think you. I think you barter your way into a free T-shirt. Oh, I think that's oh. The move. You're like, well, my hands are tied. Yeah, I so got, I have nothing to wear. Mm-hmm. You wear one yeah. that might be questionable to staff. Mm-hmm. They tell you to take it off, and then you say, well, give me a free shirt. Yeah, but can't they just say flip it inside? Flip out. it inside out. You'd write something nasty on the inside. Too. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, you, don't, you don't want to see the Trust inside. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm curious if you guys have been asked to take off your T-shirts at Disneyland. How sensitive are they? Like, is it? Does it have to be raunch? Like, oh, I gave her the D, and she's like, I let the D. Yeah, yeah. Does it have to be like that, or is it like in like innocent party stuff? Party starts here. Yeah, party starts here stuff. Mm. Or remember the classic uh, uh, knuck and futs? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> That was a yeah, good one. That was a good one. That was, that was good big one. and great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about the raunchy t-shirts that you guys are still wearing as adults. After fans are calling on Disney to ban raunchy shirts from their parks, after some posts went viral of adults wearing raunchy shirts, the jokes I don't think kids would get, mm-hmm. but some adults feel very, very offended. Yeah. Um, they are funny, though, right? Oh, well, some of them. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, some of them are, like, bad. There's but a time and place for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some them, yeah, some of them are, some of them are very funny. <laughs> Uh, Kelly can start things up at the top here. How you doing, Kelly? I'm good. Yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, you hit up Disney World, and your son was told he couldn't wear a shirt. That's correct. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't see that he was wearing this particular shirt. <laughs> I had bought it in Vancouver at a skateboard shop um, in downtown Vancouver. Yeah. And it says "Effing Awesome" right across the top, uh, with a big bullseye right below it. So the premise is that you are effing awesome yeah 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 but he but 
he wore it to Disney World, and I was wondering why the security guard was talking to my son, and he was getting quite antsy, and he was 13 at the time, and just under six foot. And he was, like, very nervous, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? And, you know, when you're pr- approaching Disney World, they have you all kind of separated. Okay. Right, to get you through the, to get you through the queue. Okay. Right, because you have to go through security and have your bag scanned and whatever. So <laughs> I approached my son. I said, this is my son. He says, well, he, he ha- either has to keep his hoodie zipped up or he has to remove his shirt. And oh. you're like, excuse me? And then you look at his shirt, you're like, oh. He's yeah, got the effort on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> there we go. Okay. okay, thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Yep. Okay, bye-bye. Yes. I guess it's if a t-shirt says basically like F-C-K-I-N-G. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're going to... They're yeah, gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pull you doesn't aside. take a rocket scientist working up front to yeah. <laughs> crack that code. Uh, Julia, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, your dad was told to leave Disneyland because of his shirt? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was back in the early 90s. Um, he had a t-shirt. It said damn seagulls and on the shoulder there was like some bird poop yeah okay he had picked it up in vancouver that's funny so he's been was wearing it and he'd actually worn it for a day or two beforehand and people were actually asking him where he got it because they wanted one yeah yeah and this one day we walked in and security came up to us and said he either had to leave or change his shirt and so he put it on inside out and we carried on with our day but that's not even offensive why like couldn't he wear that why couldn't he wear it because it's a damn yeah they said oh, it wasn't family appropriate yeah, really but yeah. this was also the early 90s so yeah. maybe yeah people are a little more sensitive yeah. maybe i don't know i don't but know yeah, either. it was obviously over the word damn yeah, definitely. Because seagulls are like bird poop on the shoulder. Like, who cares, right? But wow. I know. I know. It was crazy. Yeah. I just pulled a picture of the shirt up here. Like, there's nothing wrong with that shirt. That's no, funny. It's just, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it was the, the dam. It was, and, yeah. You know, back. Oh, for sure. It yeah. wasn't his swearing wasn't it was more taboo back in the day right yeah so, there wow. you go. okay thanks julia <laughs> thanks julia okay bye-bye i guess Damn. even to this day occasionally a text will come in and be like guys stop swearing on the radio oh yeah because we, we said damn. Oh, damn yeah oh hot damn <laughs> it might be too there's a picture of the shirt up in the app uh might not might be the paint job more than the damn you think if you had turned away a couple other shirts that day you're like oh another one like this well, no, I think <laughs> I think if the seagull poo oh, I was not, okay. I think if the seagull poo was not on the shoulders, I think if it was around the waist. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I can see that I, being okay. questionable. I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Curtis, hey buddy. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Hey Curtis. Um your wife had a questionable jersey, right? Yeah, it's actually a t shirt. So um it's a blue jays t shirt. It's got the logo and everything and uh and uh, even the font is like Blue Jays font, and it says, I love the BJs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yes, yes. Now, where yeah. where would she wear this? <laughs> uh, accidentally to pick up her kid from school one day. Oh, no, oh, she did oh, Damn. Yeah, she's walking in down the halls of the school, and then she looks down. She's like, uh-oh. And then, yeah, so she quickly ran back out to the truck and got a sweater. It was like plus 30 out. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Who got her the shirt? Well, I think I think I got it online somewhere for just 
Yeah, it just says that little gag. That's a joke, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's probably off the chive or something like that. Seems like something they would have. Yeah, yeah. And never thinking that she would wear it to your kid's school. Never. No. <laughs> she's in a rush. She's got stuff to do. Her mind isn't on what she's wearing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, right. Love, I love when it her uh, it clicks in when she's in the school. She's like, oh Damn. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a teenage boy snickering. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's great. Okay, thanks, Curtis. You betcha. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Looking at the pictures of this. Ginge, that's your Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have one already. Like, oh, how did you know? Because <laughs> uh, Ginge is a big uh, Jays fan. Yeah. yeah. Do you have one of these shirts? No. I have seen them out in the wild. Yeah. It is the perfect crime. It is the you got perfect plausible crime. deniability. Yeah. You're like, it's Blue Jays, you pervert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love BJs. <laughs> always have. Always will. Yeah. Everyone knows they're called the BJs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, let's do uh, another one here. I got uh, Southside Jason hanging on. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you folks doing this Doing morning? fantastic. Hi. Uh, you picked up a raunchy t-shirt, right? Uh, yeah, and and I realized at one point that I really need to be conscious of the demographic I'm around when I'm wearing it. Oh, and, no. Uh, only a certain age range that'll get the joke. Okay. The center of the, the t-shirt has the old school Nintendo cartridge on it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh... And the um, above it, it says "blow me." Oh, because <laughs> you had you to had blow to. the cartridge. You had to do the inside. Well, I can't tell you how many guys my age will walk by and hold their hand like they're holding a cartridge and pretend to blow in it. Oh yeah, I yeah. just did that. Yeah, yeah Mars did the motion. I, yeah, I did the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh god, that's. See, funny. I would get that one, but yeah, there's a, a total different generation, a that couple different generations that would not get that. They have no idea. Yeah, the older people look at me like, you rude ass, and the little kids are like, I don't get it. <laughs> and they're like, what is that, giant, what is that giant cartridge thing yeah, on your shirt? <laughs> yeah, the only way to get them to work. Yeah, there oh, you go. that's funny. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Have a good day, you guys. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was a way to get away with uh, questionable stuff on the shirt, though, eh? Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes sense. Well, yeah. Ginge put a link up to that uh, co-ed naked shirts. I remember these from oh, high school. I'll put some up. It was uh, these were big in the nineties, and these were uh, these were a good way of getting like your raunchy message out, right? But being like inconspicuous about oh, yeah. it. Co-ed naked fishing feels good to release. Yeah. <laughs> co-ed naked construction. Watch it rise before your eyes. Yeah. Co-ed naked tailgating. Have some fun around the rear end. <laughs> co-ed naked hockey. The goal is through the fifth hole. Yeah. <laughs> five hole, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, another one on this. Uh, we got time? Yeah, yeah. sure. Always got time for questionable shirts. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we'll go with uh, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Morning, how are you? There oh, we go. she is. Hi, Sherry. All right, so uh, you went to Disneyland, and uh, they said you're wearing a questionable shirt. Yes, I have. I said my husband's tank top. Okay. It's from Hawaii. He says all colorful birds and stuff, but it had a green, the marijuana leaf on it, so they would not allow me entry to the park. And oh. I said, like, our hotel is very far away, and they're like, well, you can turn it on, turn it inside out, and then when you get back in the park, you can turn it the proper way. Oh. So that's what I had to do. Yeah. Walk in with my shirt inside out, and then come back. Was it, it an overt, it was it an overt marijuana leaf? No, just the normal marijuana leaf. Wow. Like, but that was like 1990, 91, so it was like oh. taboo back then, right? Yeah, so. ideas were a little different back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you said it kind of blended yeah. into a tropical background on the shirt? Yeah, it was. So what I, a sharp eye. Like, who would catch yeah, that? Yeah, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a fair size, but still, it was a pretty big. <laughs> 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 We're not talking pockets okay. for a size, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, this story here is kind of wild. Could you imagine uh, being on a yacht and you're wondering what all the cargo is beside you and it turns out it's nearly six tons of cocaine. Oh, wow. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> six tons of cocaine with an estimated street value of $232 million US was seized by Portuguese and Spanish authorities from a 79-foot yacht just chilling in the Atlantic Ocean on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. They say that this is the largest amount of cocaine ever seized from a sailboat is such large quantities of coke are usually found on like cargo ships yeah yeah they try to hide it they try to hide it or in the containers yeah yeah the shipping containers it's also the largest drug seizure in portugal in the last 15 years and the biggest one ever in europe do you think uh, they would take it that they were taking their chances by just being so bold that cops would drive by and be like well we're not going to check that because that would be way too obvious I don't know. I don't. It's like that's bold. I don't know the sea rules either. The laws of the ocean. Yeah. Like, can they just are they just pulling over yachts willy nilly? I, I, I don't know. Them. I should probably know this. I took my boat smart. Yeah. You <laughs> have you ever been boarded? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> they don't really teach that in the boat smart, like on how to spot cocaine barges. No, they talk about what side of a vessel to go on. That they did talk about that. Yeah. Like a big uh, shipping container. And that you need a, a bucket. Like this is a bail <laughs> bucket <laughs> and a whistle and a whistle. Yeah. yeah, this is a noticeable amount of cocaine. Yeah, that's a lot. Marzi mentioned bales. They're literally the size like of like those, bales. The, the little hay bales. Yeah, the square ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, I was reading this story yesterday, and uh, I was showing crash. I've told you guys before that I used to work on some yachts. Mm-hmm. I did a bit of yacht work. Yes. Uh, where it was a like it's it was a chartered yacht. It wasn't like a private yacht, but I was a server on it, so I would serve like champagne or I would serve like the um, the food because a lot of times it was like dinner cruises. And so I was showing pictures yesterday. I found the yachts that I worked on. Hey, and I was showing pictures to crash. <laughs> they look like trash yachts. Oh, oh it's a trash yacht. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, we'll finally figure out what uh, what yacht you're on. And yeah, it has the old like swirly pattern banquet floor carpet. Oh, the old banquet chairs, and like these are modern photos. And Mars (laughs) is like, oh my god, it hasn't changed. (laughs) No, yeah, that's what it looked like when I was a waitress on them. If you Google um, the yacht, the Pride of Vancouver, Mm -hmm. and the yacht, the Star of Vancouver, Mm -hmm. I served on both of those yachts. Did they play music like this on there? Oh yeah, yeah, yacht rock. Yeah, you bet they did. But they're not the, um, it's not like, they're not like the cocaine yacht. Wow. Like, I think this, like, the cocaine yacht was, like, baller. Yeah. My yacht that I worked on. It has windows. Yeah, and it's. Carpet. This is like a booze cruise yacht. (laughs) This is the yacht your company rents for a couple hours for you to get drunk on. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Are you looking at photos? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, uh. Was it the Star of Vancouver? Yeah, the Star of Vancouver and the Pride of Vancouver. Pride of Vancouver. I, I worked on both of those boats. Yeah. Which are both, can you just lie on your boat name like that? Like, this boat is not the Pride of Vancouver. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> This other one is not the Star <laughs> Let me yeah, see of Vancouver. Yeah, it's not a Star or a Pride of Vancouver. Not at all. Yeah, do the interior shots. Oh, yeah, go to the interior, Ginge. These are the boats, if you ever been hung out any time at, like, Sylvan Lake, yeah. you can rent boats there for, like, you and 20 friends to yeah. go drink on the lake. Oh, no, that's a, much, that's a big yacht. That one holds 220 people. 220 people? Yeah, I, one of them does. Yeah, you can get a lot of people on there. 
Yeah, I think it's either the Pride or the Star Vancouver holds 220 people. Oh, there's the the interior, the, oh, yeah. the dance floor? Yeah, the dance floor. Are we talking a one bar or two bar deal? Uh, two bars. I think one at the front and one in the back of the boat. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, this was me. Can you just around. imagine Mars with an? Oh, I picture an oversized serving tray too, like Olive Garden style. Uh, no. Drinks, cocktails. No, it was a cigarette. They would load the bar would load up my champagne tray. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> I don't talk about that part of my career. <laughs> oh, you're on a yacht. It's true. I was on a yacht. When in Rome. Because how are the people? Because these aren't people with acts. These aren't yacht people. These aren't people with actual no, money. No. They rented a yacht for an hour. Sometimes it was like wedding parties would rent a yacht, and they would, you could do like a four to six hour cruise. Mm-hmm. I, like Ginger said, like a lot of companies rented these yachts. Would it be like if uh, we rented out the uh, the riverboat in town here? Like same concept? Uh, yeah, it'd be close. Yeah, Ginger, swing on over here. See, this is they updated their uniforms. But yeah, so there's everybody on the on the like it's a big boat. It's a big boat. What's uh, and then this would have been me. Do you remember what your uniform was? Yeah, I had a white. My mm-hmm. my shirt was white. My pants were black. Mm-hmm. And I had like a a, a black apron thing that I would oh. wear. Did yeah. you greet the? Yes. So as the passengers the were coming on, yeah, because yeah, I had to go like two hours early and then set everything up, make sure like my flutes were ready to go and like yes. everything, and then I would stand outside the boat like this. Oh my god! Did you get a salute? <laughs> Sometimes I did. No. A Navy salute for someone who's just your waitress on a boat. Yeah. 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 And they're like, I'm going to keep my eye on you. Yeah. And we would would wait for the whole boat. Um, Sometimes I wouldn't wait for the whole boat. I think the captain waited for the whole boat. Mm -hmm. But once the people started coming on, then I would slip in because I had to get the drinks going. Right. Because the bartender was in there getting ready to go. And usually it was a set menu. And yeah, this was the music playing. Was it appetizers or people eating like big full meals? dinner? Oh wow! wow. Oh. It was usually like it'd be like a champagne, champagne uh, off the off the hop, or mm-hmm. if you wanted like a rum and coke, like your basics. Yeah, we could get those, and then I would walk around with trays of appetizers. Mm. So like sausage rolls. Oh yeah, little shrimps. Little shrimps. <laughs> little scampies. Little scampy. <laughs> and then they would announce it was time for dinner, and then everybody would sit down and. And then once you were seated, then it would come out the plates. How many boring speeches did you have to listen to? You guys have no idea. I want to. Like, I always feel bad. Yeah, like, when really we were bad. doing our uh, Christmas parties at Hotel McDonald. Yeah. And uh, all the serving staff are standing around when the yeah. speeches are going. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the most boring thing ever. It's boring for me. So I could imagine yeah. them. They're just like, oh, You know God. what? Though? Usually we take the speech time to clean. So like I'm in the back, like we're loading up the dish guy, and oh, you're yeah, yeah, you're you're doing. How was the the captain of the Pride of Vancouver? Did he have like the big captain's hat? I didn't talk to the captain. Wow, he was like head chef. What? Su- what? Super dead. the sh- the chef is the no, captain no, no. of the chef. He was like in a restaurant. You oh. don't talk to oh, chef. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, he just yell at people. Yeah, he just yells at people. I'm like, like this is a really budget ship. No. <laughs> I do not the like that. The captain's also the chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the chef was there. You didn't speak to the chef, and you didn't speak to the yeah, captain. Okay, they were like the same. Just some guy that bought a boat. <laughs> Would they butt heads? Uh, no. Nope. Alpha males. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think, honestly, I don't think the captain ever talked to anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I was the captain, I would let it be known. Yeah. I'd do that airplane captain move where, like, I sort of, you know, walk the aisle, like, oh, thanks for coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little joke on the PA. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was on the PA. 
Did it have a disco ball? Yeah, it had a disco oh, ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of sweaters tied around necks. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, lots oh, of sweaters yeah. tied around necks. Yacht moves. Yep. Yeah, white, white shoes. Uh, yeah, a couple of white boater shoes. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Got you bet. those uh, sailing shoes. Yeah, you bet. Did so. you have uh, puke bags on the ready like an airline? Yes. Would? Yeah, we did. We had vomit bags. Yeah. Not everyone has their sea legs. Uh, most people did. Like it was. Uh, I don't know. I I never saw anybody uh, puke because of seasickness. Mm. I saw people get their sea legs like getting off the boat. There was a bit of a problem. Yeah. Usually you were also too running from rats because there was a lot oh of rats God. in that area. Oh. Oh. Get on the boat! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. All these people in nice dresses and clothing. <laughs> Quick, run! The rats are coming! <laughs> now, as you would pull up at night, it was usually like around 11 p.m. or whatever, so mm. it was dark. But as you were getting off the boat, you would see the rats like because they hang out around all the water and the... Mm. The docks there. Oh. I want to talk about this. So if you were listening uh, this early a couple of days ago, Crash has accumulated this online community where everyone's talking about their haggling deals. Yeah, damn right. And you guys turn to each other for advice. Yeah, support. Support. Yeah. Where where you haggle, mm-hmm. what deals you're getting. Yeah, some sweet deals. Uh, Crash recently bought a Thule from Kijiji, yeah. which he haggled her down, and he got it for cheap, cheap. You never pay full price. Really worked her over. Oh, yeah. that big time. This poor yeah. widow. Um, <laughs> Crash's crowd, though, online is taking it beyond Kijiji and into some of our major stores. Oh, yeah. It's a movement. We've seen them in furniture stores. Yeah, furniture, uh, mattress. Mattress, yeah, electronic damn. stores. Yeah, damn right. Uh, people are going on holidays. Yeah. And contacting him saying, well, like, can I haggle the people down? I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure you can haggle a travel agent, too. Yeah. Right? Oh. It's like I'd be like, find me a better price. You can do it. It's like a much more embarrassing fight club. Yes. That's like what you've we- got people joining from all over the city. It ain't yes. embarrassing. They're <laughs> <laughs> haggling travel agents. Because <laughs> we had a lady the other morning that said, yeah. uh, thanks for your advice. I saved big at the brick. By oh, haggling. That's true. Yeah, you are right? helping people. Yeah, you're, you're helping difference. people. Yeah, yeah, because we yeah. were chatting on Insta, and then she went to the brick, and she saved herself a ton. Remember the other morning, I was uh, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my God, my washer and dryer set is on sale. Right. Yeah. You went back? Yeah. yeah. So I uh, walk into Lowe's, Mars is with me, and she's like, I'm not standing with you. And she kept walking. I'm like, where are you going? And then <laughs> I was gone. I'm like, I saw this for a lot cheaper in the flyer. It's on sale. And they're like, I'm like, mm-hmm, gotcha. I'm going to get a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm. uh, she's like, where did you see it? I'm like, it's in the flyer. And I'm like, where's the flyer? Yeah. And I, I load the internet. I'm looking. I'm like, here's the flyer. I'm like, I go digital, by the way. And she's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's, like, she's like, I'm sorry, sir. That's a different model. You were looking at the wrong set? He was looking at the wrong set, Ginge. This is why I go into the tile area. right to bounce. Yeah, I get out of there. Yeah, you can't win them all. (laughs) Did you know and try to slip one by? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. I I think I got too excited when I looked at the ad. I'm like, what? I'm like, sweet. I'll get some cash back. And I didn't realize that it was a different model. Oh, that's a tough one. And, and then, they came and found me in tile yeah. and flooring. Just lied to you. Like, oh, I saved a couple of hours. No. <laughs> Tile's all paid for. I could see his curly hair coming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, here he comes. And he's waving. I'm like, oh, oh please don't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's like, I didn't get the money back. Wrong skew. Yeah. 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 That's right. All right. Off to Ontario we go, where this sounds like 
a plot for the newest hit horror movie, but it's not. Police in Guelph say that they arrested a man dressed as a clown, wielding a machete. Duh. I think because he was drug dealing. That's his drug dealing outfit, guys. Wow, he uh, really doesn't want to stand out. (laughs) (laughs) Druggy the clown. What the hell? Druggy the clown's running around making deliveries. Why does he have a machete? Why can't he just be a a crazy drug dealing clown? Why do you need the machete? I think because he was robbing someone for some payment. Oh, he's going collect. According to a police press release, the 36-year-old Ontario man now faces weapons and drug charges after an incident at a business. Police say the man entered the business dressed in a clown mask, waving around machete. The man then grabbed another man and dragged him outside. Oh, my God. As a clown Uh. with a machete while an employee called the police. The man who was dragged outside managed to break free and run away. Yeah, he clearly went to collect, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. If someone yeah. comes in your business uh, in a crazed clown costume with a machete, they yeah. get what they want, right? Yeah, I'm not a, uh, I'm not. Fighting, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not. not fighting I'm that. no hero. No, take a, take the stuff. A surprising amount of machetes make the news. Is that if you can't get your hands on a firearm? Yeah. Is that the weapon of choice? Oh yeah, you just go sure. over oh, to yeah. a discount no, no, store. Bianca Amore's grab yeah. a machete. On a sword. Swords, whatever you need. Are you taking and your a chances? machete? And uh, yeah, everyone needs a vajetti. What's the vajetti? You can spiral your oh, your uh, vegetables. I thought it was like a tiny uh, like pocket. Uh, no, no, oh, okay. no. So you can make low carb pasta. Uh, yeah, you know that fun section of Bianca Amore. Listen, machete wielding fellas might be keto. Who knows? Yeah, they might right? be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, they might want to spiral their zucchinis. <laughs> you never know. So grab yourself a vajetti. If you're threatened by a clown uh, wielding a machete, mm-hmm. do you do you believe that he's sharpened that machete, or do you, are you calling his bluff? Because <sighs> we've discovered the ones on sale. Oh, when you buy yeah. at your uh, discounters, They're typically sharpened. aren't sharpened, right? That's what I thought. So did he take the time to get this? Like, does he got a machete guy that sharpens this for him? I doubt it. Maybe. Unless he's got an old grinder in the garage. Sharpen it up himself. Can you sharpen your own machete? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. It's like how I sharpen the lawnmower blades. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Same deal. Mm-hmm. Sharpen it up. Go threaten some people. Although, would you still take your chances with a blunt machete? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's still going to do some damage. That's a good point. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. When it comes to uh, countries who lie, I think you're going to be surprised where Canada landed in a new study. Hmm. Uh, They looked at a whole bunch of countries and they looked at teenagers from a different group of countries. They were given a list of mathematical concepts. The teens then had to say whether they were familiar with each mathematical concept or not. But several of the concepts on the list were totally fake. Hmm. When it came to countries, where do you think Canada's teens landed in the terms of who lied the most on a math concept test? Oh, we got to be top 10, right? We're definitely in the top 10. Top five. We're definitely in the top five. Oh, wow. We're number two. Okay. Yeah, I bet we're higher than we want to be. I remember being a teen and teens know everything. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. You're saying two? Yeah. I'll say three. Because mm. the States has to be one. I can't guess yours. Mm-hmm. I'll go three. All right. Okay. Bronze. America actually ranks second. The good old US oh. of A coming in second. Are we number one? Australia came in third. <gasps> New Zealand came in fourth. England came in fifth. 
leading the number one country of liars. Mm-hmm. Canada. Ah, lying teens. Coming in at number one. Teens in Canada were most likely to claim they'd heard of the fake concepts before, meaning they were lying through their teeth. Mm. And overall, teen boys, yep. Canadian boys, were more likely to lie than girls. Oh, yeah. That and was by a big liar. More likely, 80% more likely, the boys were to lie about understanding math than the girls. Mm hmm. You ask a teen boy if he knew that. Oh yeah, I knew that. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, you. I was a specialist in everything. I yeah. knew. I knew everything. I knew how to do everything. Parents, when your teens get home from school today, ground them. Ground them to the goddamn. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know why? Yeah. Berate them. Yeah, you can lie about knowing that math. Yeah, yeah. you can use this study. Yeah. Canadian teens Hammer. are the biggest liars in the world. Mm-hmm. This one friggin' teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I bet you this is the same year after year after year. Yeah. We Teens are, will always lie. We Haley, are, were you a big liar? Yeah. Oh, wow. We are now listed as can or as the world's most dishonest teens in the world. There's some mm. that country. Friggin' teen nodding his head around. I knew, I knew we were number one. Uh, yeah. I knew, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. you. I'll show you was number three. I knew the study. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Tapping his buddies. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. yeah I knew this. I knew, yeah. I knew what she was going to say. Uh, by the way, the teens that were quizzed were the youngest age was 15. The oldest age was 17. Mm. Oh, prime prime peak, line peak age. Teen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. What? Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, and Ginger's right. right. <laughs> I'm not touching uh, The quote from the boys, the Canadian boys, was, yeah, yeah, we knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why is it, yeah, yeah? It starts with, yeah, yeah. Can't you hear it? You can hear it speak. in your head. Yeah. Okay. Teen speak. Like a little head nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. an idiot for asking yeah. if they Yeah, know. I guess yeah. so, right? Like, yeah. of course. How did I, how did I, yeah. how did I, how did I assume you didn't acquire this knowledge in your 14 years yeah. of life? Yeah. Freaking teen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. knew he yeah. would say that. I knew he would act like that. They say that the girls, <laughs> Canadian girls, though, scored lower on the BS calculator than the Canadian boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one. Oh, my God, guys. I have a 15-year-old boy, and he knows everything about everything. I bet he does. Mm. Ask well, him if he knows how long he's grounded for. Yeah. Ask him guess if, what, son? Yeah. <laughs> Try to ask him if he knows how to save for retirement. So I'll bet you he's not. <laughs> do, you think, do you think it's amped up, too, because you have the internet? So if uh, all these oh, teens are probably. just... Like, because we didn't have that option. Right. We had the Encyclopedia of Britannica. Yes, we did. A big old book collection, mm-hmm, Haley. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we had the internet, pff, I'd be a specialist in everything. But Or can you call them on their BS more now? Oh, because you can quickly verify and be like, yeah. liar. Right? That's what I would do. I'd have my phone with me all the time. As yeah. soon as my teen said something, I'd Google and be like, nope. Oh, yeah. What did you try BSing me with last night? Oh, We're having a conversation about John Tesh, of I, all people. I must have read And it. Mars is like, he was a WWF superstar. I'm like, no, he wasn't. I thought I read that he was in wrestling for a bit. <laughs> I got some John Tesh facts. <laughs> oh, okay, dude. <laughs> he wrote the theme song for the NBA on NBC. Oh, oh yeah. It was a big yeah, thing in the was, 90s. He was a musician, yeah. too. Yeah. He, oh, uh, maybe that's what I was thinking of then. I don't, close, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, very close, Mars. Some I, teens out there knew this. Yeah, well, some <laughs> teens might agree with me, too. No. Uh, this text here says, I got three teens in my house. Yeah. The amount of stupid lies they try to pull. My God, it's all day. Mm-hmm. Don't trust them for a second. Hmm. Never turn your back on a teen. <laughs> this one here, this one here says, hey, guys, I'm a teen, and I know all the math that they teach today. No, you don't. Okay. Liar. Banned. <laughs> this text here says, I did a pocky pool at work yesterday. Yeah. Showed it to my 12-year-old preteen, my son. He laughed in my face. He told me I did it all wrong. 
Oh no, son! Why are you upset? Oh, I just found out my dad's a friggin' idiot. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh man, man, it sucks when they laugh in your face. Yeah. Oh, this one. Punch teams. Try being a high school teacher. No. Oh, that'd be the worst. Good luck. Good on you. Oh, this this text here from an angry mom. Yeah. Remember when she said that she's got that teen boy at home? Yeah. She said he isn't saving for the weekend, let alone retirement. Mm. Liar. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Big time. But he knows everything. Until he's flat broke and he's like, Mom, I need money. Mom, Mm. I gotta go out with my uh, my boys. But we don't have any cash. Yeah. Uh, By the way. (laughs) I don't think teens are talking like that. No, they're not. They're not at all. This text here says, my 14-year-old teen boy is a bigger drama queen than Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) And he knows everything, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm. (laughs) Hanging out with Jackson and Xander down at the skate park. Mm -hmm. And David says, John Tesh was a Klingon in an episode of Star Trek. Okay, so he was never a WWE superstar. You know what, though, David? I remember reading that, too. That's why I think I saw him in wrestling. How do you know all these other... You're a teen, Mars. How do you know all these other facts but not the one you're lying to? I know, no, I do. I'm pretty sure he was in wrestling, or he got wrestled. No. Well, someone maybe pummeled him yeah, in the that's, street. Because I... <laughs> I don't think... He was... In, I grew up on wrestling, and not once did I see John Tesh I, rolling in I there. I think John Tesh was in the ring. He might have been in the ring as John Tesh. Mm. Let's find out. No. John Tesh. Wrestling. Not happening. This yeah, Mar- he- Mars quickly Googled it last night, too. Yeah, I did. And she's like, see, John Tesh was in wrestling. I'm mm. like, that's a picture of Goldberg. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought it was John Tesh. I was like, John Tesh doesn't look anything like Goldberg. But they have the same color hair. They're both blonde. Goldberg doesn't have any hair. Let me see Goldberg. Oh. (laughs) That's who you pulled up. Okay, that does not look like John Tesh. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Blonde is where we draw the line on looking alike now? Well, I wasn't sure. (laughs) He has eyes. You know, Goldberg, wrestler. Couple of feet. He's got eyes. He breathes air. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Teens. Teens are liars. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get to the bottom of the John Tesh stuff. We, I we think did, we yeah. got to the okay. bottom. Yeah, wrong bottom. <laughs> There's no more to okay, it. We hit the Earth's mantle. <laughs> We're there. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I saw, I saw them. All right, let me know if you guys could do this. Could you eat Christmas dinner every day for 20 years? Yes. Yeah. You could, hey? Oh, cover everything in gravy. I love oh, a hearty man. meal. Well, this woman on her story has gone viral. Her name is Jane Winteringham. She's 66 years old, and she says that she has been eating Christmas dinner every day from 20 years. She said the only time that she didn't was when she went to Mexico and ate Mexican food instead. Mm. Which wow. I think would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like your insides would probably explode. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to eat every day. Do you think that the novelty would probably wear off, right? Like if, there, if there's a food that you just, um, you love, and you're like, I want it every day. Eventually there's got to get to a point. No? Here's what she eats. Uh, she's uh, got three adult children. She eats 1,460 roast potatoes, 1,095 carrots, 5,475 Brussels sprouts. Mm. She flips back and forth between turkey and a roast oh. with mm. gravy. Oh, yeah. Really, every day. I love a roast dream. with a gravy. Oh, mm. Just anything with gravy. That's a good point. Oh, cereal, gravy. Cereal. <laughs> Thanksgiving breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gravy is delicious. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so well, good. Well, we talked about gravy last week with the gravy fountain. Mm-hmm. Gravy makes everything better. Yeah, we did. If she's doing roast and turkey, is she alternating her gravy? as well? Is she oh, doing like, like a, a, 
Turkey gravy? Yeah, beef one. Beef gravy? Probably. Yeah, because one of them's lighter than the other one. Yeah, the beef would be lighter. No, no, it's no. the other way around. Turkey's, Turkey's lighter. lighter. Oh, I've had some uh, pretty, pretty watery. <laughs> no, that's just because I don't make oh. a good gravy. <laughs> I'm not even trying to hide it. He was like snapping to catch her eyes. I've had some pretty watery gravy. <laughs> well, you gotta put some cornstarch in here or something, thicken it up. I've screwed up the gravy a few times over the last years. I think I prefer. I think I'm a turkey gravy. Man. I like the turkey mm-hmm. one. That's I just the feel better gravy, right? I just feel like the turkey one's way thicker. You've had great success with turkey, then. Because the beef gravy the beef is the ones. one that you put on poutine, right? That's oh. a poutine gravy. Yeah. Is that its own thing? Yeah, poutine gravy is its own thing. It's a little okay. different. It's a little different. That one can be watery too. You gotta watch it. You gotta really watch it. Yeah. We haven't had a good one in our house, let's don't, just say. You don't want a thin gravy. No, you no one's stopping you from jumping on the gravy no. bandwagon there, buddy. You I'm can get on to, it. I'm not allowed to touch gravy. Come on, Crash. It's not hard. I, I, can, I, I can make gravy. If I can make gravy, you can make gravy. No, I'll go to KFC and buy a tub of it. Here's some gravy. Sounds like <laughs> someone <laughs> finds it a little hard. <laughs> Smarts. <laughs> I get this stupid powder. Yeah. I boil the damn water. But if you follow the instructions I down to a tea, you get some amazing uh, gravy. I put it all together. I have my whisk. I'm whisking yeah. away, and it just never thickens up to what I want it to do. No, I don't. I can't, I can't judge because I can't make gravy. But don't you do it in the in the leavens? Is that your problem? You're doing it from the powder? What's a leave-in? This and like whatever's left in the pan. You like, roast oh, the, yeah, yeah. If you're using the remnants of whatever you're cooking. Yeah. yeah, the drippings. The drippings. Yeah, yeah you can do that too. But what if you're making a poutine? You have no drippings. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah. You got to do it from water? scratch. Yeah, that one you need the pack. You need the poutine pack. Yeah. But even then, if you get a pack of like turkey gravy for Christmas dinner. Yeah. I, I, like I don't know. To water to, to pan drippings. But like, it's not great on the instructions. No, it doesn't say. Well, and there's the internet. Yeah, I follow the internet. Crash. She's familiar <laughs> with the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just know it is. I don't know. Oh, it must be tricky. My whole life, I grew up with terrible gravy. My mom was uh, just atrocious making gravy. She was, hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know good gravy until I left home. I didn't mm-hmm. know what could be great. Oh, we always had just thick-ass gravy. But chunks. I like ch- I like chunky gravy. Someone said this St. Hubert can of poutine gravy. Oh, tell can, me more. Canned gravy. Is that basically I, just warm it up and you can't mess it up? Yeah. Mars, this is perfect. It's for me. I grew up with St. Hubert. My parents used to buy that all the time. Is St. Hubert a breakfast joint? I'm, that's the chicken thing, right? Yeah, no, it's a Quebec chicken. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a chicken. Yeah, what is this? Oh, well, that's a chicken? <laughs> Crash has got his arm up in some weird way with like uh, making a beak. Remember yeah, the, the chicken. famous Chicken Tonight commercial when everyone put their arm in a V? <laughs> I feel like Chicken Tonight. Like Chicken t- yeah. Everyone knows that's a chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's known worldwide, actually. Whatever. <laughs> See, people are with me. They're like, yeah, I can't make gravy either. Uh, let's do this 780 489 4669 because I know I've got some people hanging on. I got to. Got to do some commercials here. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine uh, for like Christmas dinner or even if it was like a Thanksgiving dinner or a, bir- or a birthday dinner. Let's say what dish did you totally ruin? Mm. Was it the gravy? Like me, does everybody now talk about it? Like in this room, you burnt the stuffing that year. Remember? Yeah, because you were not helping me. I was trying. No, you weren't. Too many cooks in the kitchen. No, I was she the only left. cook. <laughs> <laughs> One's gotta go. <laughs> I was the only cook in the kitchen. Like I like a crispy, uh, a crispy stuffing, but yeah. it was beyond. Crispy. I needed oh. you to help me out, and you weren't. You were too busy drinking the booze. Well, you made Christmas stations. 
I know, but I said... I had to make sure the alcohol content was still up. But that was for our guests. <laughs> you were... <laughs> Quality control. Right? You gotta right. have booze stations when you're doing a Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. All right. Whether it was gravy, whether it was your stuffing, whether it was your turkey, what dish did you absolutely ruin? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Have you destroyed a dish at home, a but meal? Destroyed it. Yeah. You're, you, maybe it was like your go-to dish. And everyone was really excited, and it was a. Dis- it turned out to be a disaster. Are you a good cook, Ginge? Like you do no. dinner for your kiddos? Yeah. Are they? Do they enjoy what dad prepares? I mean, I don't go too fancy. Right. Uh, so What's the fanciest that you've put together for the kids? Uh besides chicken fingers. Oh, uh, oh, geez, that <laughs> narrows the list. Because <laughs> it's different sauces. Sometimes it's a plum. Oh, yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's a ranch. <laughs> Whatever's from McDonald's. I'll do like uh, try like stir fries with them because they'll do oh, like the yeah. vegetables oh, yeah. and they like rice. Yeah, but it's the combination. Kids are tough. Yeah, they like, would. They don't, be. Like, they don't like the combo of the rice and veg. No, it doesn't look right. Oh. It's all visual with them. Do well, they think the, the rice is like maggots? No, because yeah. it d- d- doesn't look like rice, and the veggies don't look like, like veggies anymore. They can't wrap their uh, oh, beautiful little minds right. around foods mixed together. Oh. So you have to do like the Marzi plate where yeah. vegetables oh, are. Everything's got to be separate. Everything's got to be separate. Uh, Stir fries are good. Yeah, just cover it in gravy. Maybe that'll help. Uh, Rach has a signature dish. Oh. Which uh, this was like this is like our first Christmas together, I think. Our first New Year's. We're heading out of town, heading to Kimberly, B.C. for a New Year's. A bunch of us are going down there. Just going to meet a bunch of my friends for the first time. Mm. And we're all staying in the same condo. So uh, different couples were bringing like different meals. Like you guys are taking care of breakfast. You guys take care of lunch. Mm. We brought some for dinner one night. And Rachel does a great lasagna. Oh. And I was all excited because she was making a lasagna. Uh, it's going to be great. She's going to meet my friends. They're all going to love her. Damn they're, right. They love her lasagna. Yeah, yeah. With food. Uh, she forgot to put noodles in. <laughs> She was How do you forget noodles? The entire dish was noodles. Oh, no. She was like, it was like a meat soup. And you just <laughs> raved to your friends about yeah. her world-famous yes. lasagna. Oh, she made me look like such a fool. Oh, no. Oh, I felt so bad for her. Yeah, you would have was... just had a meat, a cheesy meat mash. Yeah, she was so embarrassed. Oh. Did everyone eat it? And yeah, everyone no ate it and, you yeah. know, uh, smiled I, through it. I was she it. loaded? Well, well, no, she made it sober and then we drove it out there. Yeah, she, oh. made it, she assembled it at home for yeah. it to just be popped in the oven. And then we drove it four hours out to Kimberly. She was probably nervous. Oh, you think? Yeah, meeting your boyfriend's friends for the yeah. first time. Is that yeah. why every time she cooks for you, you inspect the meal now? Now I have to make sure. Did you put oh. the noodles in? <laughs> I, I look at the box to make sure the noodles are missing. Yeah, yeah. I go, okay. <laughs> there were seven in here last time. You didn't use noodles. <laughs> you and Crash are identical. You know that? You gotta have noodles. <laughs> you gotta have the noodle. <laughs> um, some people are sharing stories here. We'll start with uh, Angie. How you doing, Angie? Doing fantastic. Um, Mars is upset that we kind of razzed her for messing up gravy. Um, You you've messed up gravy too, haven't you? I have. um, It took me a little while to figure it out. It never could taste like mom's, and of course, because never nothing ever tastes like your mom's, right? Because mom's, you know. Yeah, it doesn't taste like cigarettes uh, anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I actually found if I'm using a gravy pack, I have a hack. Uh, for it is with the gravy pack make a roux with it so do the butter let it melt a little bit add oh. the gravy pack and then slowly add the like like warm-ish water yeah never cold the cold will clump oh okay okay, okay. So, so make a slowly roux. add the water right make a roux instead of flour use the gravy pack and then add yeah. the water okay yeah, all right and it's actually oh my god it like blew me away and i was like oh. okay this is delicious okay or yeah, like if you're gonna make a really big batch like take one amount one pack 
worth of water, but two packs of the, of the mix. Add the water, let it do its thing, and then slowly add more to thin it out if it's too thick. Are you taking notes, Mars? I am, yeah. yeah. I, I got it. Because, yeah, you don't want a watery gravy. That's no. terrible. No, no, that's a no, great No, you hack. don't. And honestly, the butter with the like the packaged turkey one is not bad. Like, it's actually, it ups the flavor. Come huh. on. Right. I'll give it a shot. That's, yeah. a, that's a good idea. Some hot tips there. Okay, thanks, yeah. Angie. Thanks, Ange. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Everybody should take notes on that because that actually sounds delicious. Yeah, but did that's you? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, question. I, I didn't see that pen moving. Yeah, up. you weren't writing anything down. And you're not going to go back on the podcast and listen. <laughs> I can remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did she put in there? She put butter and Uh-oh. the gravy pack into a roux and then warm water poured in to thicken the gravy. Boom. Hey. All right, all right. Good thing I'm uh, making a dish tonight that requires gravy. No. I'm not going to the grocery store in this. Are you nuts? Oh, this text here from Kim says, Thanksgiving dinner was my first time hosting and it was a big family meal. I felt like an octopus with a million things on the go. Everything was done. I was just getting set to set the table. I just had to thicken up the gravy. I reached into the cupboard for the flour, grabbed the first bag I saw and started pouring in as I stirred. It wasn't th- thickening up. So I was like, what? So I added more, looked at the bag. It was sugar. Oh, no. (laughs) I couldn't remake the gravy. I had no more packets. So I tried to hide the sugar by adding salt and soy sauce. Then I tried serving it. Oh, my God. How bad was that? (laughs) She said there was no saving it at all. It was disgusting. I bet you... I would have warned everyone too, been like, you know what? Just taste the gravy before you slather your dish mm-hmm. with it. Just to make sure it's for you. I've, I tried something new. Just so you know, there is more soy sauce than you'd expect in a normal gravy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my God. Just, the Just a little bit more. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Pierre, how you doing? Not bad. How are you guys this morning? Doing fantastic. We're good. Uh, you ended up destroying a whole Christmas dinner, right? Part of a Christmas dinner. I destroy part of a dish by destroying a dish. Oh, I went no. out to the kitchen to, air quotes, help my mother-in-law and my wife with Christmas dinner, and she took a, a hot uh, ceramic pot out of the stove. Mm. Uh, I helped by taking the hot lid for her and dropped it in the sink with had cold water in it. Oh. As soon as that hit the water, it exploded. exploded. Yeah. Glass shards going everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, Part of the uh, dinner that was close to the sink could not be eaten for fear of uh, glass shards. <laughs> yeah, because your insides would be filled with uh, glass pieces. Yeah, mm, that's not good. Exactly. Oh, that they sucks. don't let me help much anymore. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, they keep you out of the kitchen. <laughs> All right, thanks, Pierre. Thanks, Pierre. You guys have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, too. you too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hot glass explodes very quickly. It sure does. Like if you're rinsing like um, a yeah. coffee craft. Like the glass ones, yes. you just pour out the coffee and you're like, oh, I'll give it a quick rinse. Blast it with cold water. That thing will just go poof. I thought, isn't it? Isn't it tempered? Isn't that what it means? Doesn't well, that mean t- it's tempered means breaks into a million little pieces. Oh, it doesn't mean it's good for any temperature. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. oh, <I'm>, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> There's been lots of glass. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, Sandra. What's up, Sandra? Oh, so I'm in hysterics listening to you guys driving to work today. It's just, I'm laughing like crazy. Oh, oh thanks thank much. you. We are doing our job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about if you've destroyed a, a dish at home, like a meal. Well, I didn't destroy a meal, but I just definitely destroyed a dish. Okay. What'd you do? Um, first time trying to make a turkey after my mom died. Yeah. My sisters and I, I'm like, did you guys ever watch mom make a turkey? And they're like, no. I'm like, Okay. I'll try a turkey, and if it's really gross, we'll order in Chinese food. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Made the turkey, made the stuffing, made the gravy. Yeah, gravy sucked. I can't make gravy either. <laughs> cool. But we have a whole dinner full of, a whole table full of people, and my brother takes a big plate of stuffing, and the stuffing falls apart, and in between the stuffing on his plate was the bag of gizzards. Oh! Oh, you didn't take out the bag of gizzards! No, I didn't know you had to put your hands in the turkey. Yeah, that's pretty gross. And clean it. So my sisters are like, you didn't put your hands in the turkey? I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm not touching that. (laughs) So my brother ripped the bag open, dumped it in his stuffing, smothered it with gravy, and ate the entire thing. And he's like, that is the best stuffing ever. I think it's even better than mom's. Oh, gizzard stuffing. Oh, gizzard stuffing. He loved it. He ate every bit of it and wanted seconds. It was so crazy. Oh. I was so thankful we didn't have a house full of company and it was just our family because I would have died from embarrassment. Well, yeah, right? they'd be like, um, what? You didn't clean the, st- the turkey? <laughs> you didn't empty the insides? Yeah. Oh, oh you know, man. You put your hands inside of it. Yeah. Oh, yikes. I guess it's there for a reason. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Sandra. <laughs> thanks. You guys take care. You too. Bye-bye. Mm. Like who, do does not, someone actually eat the gizzards? I don't I've know. never met a single person that's like mm, gizzards. I no, I maybe my dad would. I, that's I feel like that's a real dad move. Yeah, it feels like an old man moving a the grandpa gizzard. move. Yeah, like, I guess when pops neck. was around, he would chicken. He would chew on the neck. Oh, of course, your dad did. It couldn't look worse either. I, I don't know. know if it sounds worse or looks worse. Gizzards. Gizzards. Uh, Jen in Westmount says, guys, I made buns for the first time. Oh. I didn't have a tea towel to put over them while they were rising, so I just laid saran wrap delicately over the rising buns. Once they were done rising, I popped them in the oven, baked them. They were the most beautiful buns I'd ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. My stepson had one. I looked closer at the pan and was like, wow, why are they so shiny? No. I forgot to take the saran wrap off for, before baking them. Every <laughs> bun had a Plus ceramic glaze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Your kid's like, they're a little snappy. <laughs> First time I've had snappy buns. <laughs> they would look good. They would look like they had a ceramic glaze yeah. on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, a, like a fresh, you're like, I don't recall buttering them. Where's this glisten <laughs> yeah. coming from? Oh, man. I'm surprised the oven just didn't burn it off. Right? Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, Tiffany, hello. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Doing Hi, we're fantastic. Good. Um, you destroyed a dish at home, eh? Uh, yeah, I have. So uh. every year for Christmas and Thanksgiving, we do a big combination there where everybody brings a couple dishes. Yep. And I'm really well known for my scalloped potatoes and for my ham. Wow. I make my glaze from scratch and like it's it's a really good ham and everybody's always excited about my ham. Mm-hmm. This one year I went and bought this real huge I thought it was a ham shoulder and I like you know, it's pre sliced and like, yes, it takes half the work out of it to like make my glaze and I stick it in the oven for four hours. I didn't read the package and it was pre cooked. Mm-hmm. So my ham was absolute mush by the time I took it out. Oh and no. I didn't know until we got to dinner. So we're all like, you know, digging into all this butt turkey and stuffing and all the fixings, right? And we all dig into my ham and it's like <laughs> falling off the fork. Because oh! oh, did anybody eat it or did everybody just? No, no, no. <laughs> I yeah. took one bite. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> did you literally tell everyone you don't have to eat this? Yeah, I was like, please just don't. Don't even try to eat. Yeah, don't even don't even start with eating it. Yeah. Oh, mm. that sucks because that's and what you're, you're known so, for. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like, your ham is always the best. What did you do? And I'm like, uh, it was pre-cooked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Hey, you're just speeding things right. up. Relax. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, Tiff. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A Massachusetts wo- woman who flipped her car um, is making the news all because of her unique headshot. Her headshot basically makes you want to say, hey, girl. Oh, okay. As soon as you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Moore was all smiles after she was arrested following a two-vehicle crash that reportedly caused Shannon's vehicle to flip over. Now, apparently, she's a super happy-go-lucky person. She told firefighters and police that she's the happiest person in the world. <laughs> uh, she declined to cooperate with firefighters when they arrived to see if she had been injured. Uh, and it all, of course, was because she had been drinking. Oh, look at that. didn't want anybody to get close to her to smell it. That is a happy mugshot. Yeah, it's the happiest mugshot in the world. I see the hey girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to take the drunk driver's side, but she does look like she's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, she does look like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, of course, was arrested for operating a vehicle under the influence. And uh, the good news is, is that no one was injured in this story. Not the vehicle she hit and not herself, as you can tell by her. Hey! Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say her mugshot the following day is probably not the same. After she sobered up in yes. the drunk tank. Yeah. Are, are you allowed to smile in your mugshot? I think in the States, probably. Can you do what you want in there? I've never had a mugshot. Because no one does, except for Hey Girl here. Yeah. But there's always, usually they're so obliterated that they don't even know oh, there's a lot of photos being shots, taken, yeah. right? Where this one, she's lit up and she's having a good time. She's still in, like, full party mode. She didn't go into, like, angry, depressed, sad, drunk mode. Okay, police officers, if you're, um, if you know, can, if you were to arrest me, can I smile in my mugshot? Or is it like a passport photo? Or is it, yeah, or, or do you guys not allow people to smile? Do we even do mugshots? I think we do mugshots. Like yeah. If, like if yeah, I'm, I think so. If I'm busted, uh, like smashing a door, and the cops handcuff me, bring yeah. me in, yeah. are yeah. they taking my mugshot for that? Getting those prints in that muggy. I think so. Like, I just picture just prints. Do they because when they, when they release stories, when the police release stories to the press about, like, so-and-so's out, yeah. it's with his mug, that person's mugshot. Yeah, but that's, I think that's just a, a shot from their Facebook page. No, it's not. It's usually their mugshot. Mm. And that's what they're posting up down at the post office. Mm. Edmonton's most wanted. Mm. The, ten, um, the 10 up there are always mugshots, right? I think. Well, they just look like regular headshots. Do we not do mugshots? Well, I don't think people are going and getting their 8x10s done. and then. <laughs> well, no, but I think they're just cropped and people uh, scoop them off of social media pages. That's why, like, uh, the people that are released and they're like, oh, high risk to reoffend. He doesn't actually look like this photo because that's a photo from 10 years ago kind of thing, right? Oh, good point, buddy. Yeah. Like that last one that was released. The guy didn't even look anything like the photo that uh, was released by media. That's true. I remember, though, being a kid and being at the grocery store, and while my mom was paying for groceries, sometimes they had big, large posters oh, yeah. of, the, of, like, Canada's Most Wanted. Yeah. Are you talking, like, old Western days? Yeah, and that when was... When you go through the saloon doors right. and it's <laughs> dead or alive. One yeah. nail's holding up this scroll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mom was tying the horse up to the head. <laughs> There's been some changes. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember as a kid looking at that and it was all like individual black and white mugshots, mm-hmm. I assumed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an anonymous right? cop texting in. Thank you. Uh, says you get your mugshot taken when you're charged with an offense. Okay. That's fingerprints and all that. You can smile if you want to, but you just look dumb doing it. 
Oh, okay. So you're, <laughs> That's you're, you're a good yeah, point. all right. So <laughs> you can smile. You just look dumb. All right. And no one's having a great day when they're arrested. No. Oh, here's another question. Would you guys let me touch up my makeup first? I don't think you're getting any access to makeup. Because I wouldn't. Oh, I, it's in my purse. I always have makeup in my well, purse. Well, they're not going to let you go in your purse. And could you do multiple shots so we get some good angle? I don't think angle? so. You tried that at the registry. Another uh, police officer texting in saying, hey, guys, I've had people smile in their mug shot. Yeah. But it doesn't help their case in court. If you say to a judge you're remorseful, but the judge is looking oh, at you. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey. Yeah. You're full finger guns in your. Yeah. Oh, and no touch ups. Aww. No touch-ups. Yeah, Jen says, we take prints and photos when someone's charged. Okay. You can smile if you want. I know go, I know a guy who makes people smile. Oh. All right. Oh. oh. Do they have a... After the mugshot. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe no touch-up, Marzi, because they have like a makeup gal on site. That'd be nice. Who will do it for you. The Bring my makeup artist. round LED light. Yeah. <laughs> hair and makeup. So, what'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you That'd waiting for? That would be great. All right. Well, I'm glad that we got to the bottom of it. Uh, by the way, Hey Girls mugshot is up in the app as well, mm. if you want to have a look at it. All right. Off to... Where is this? This is... They just say in the UK. For those of you guys... Guys who wear contacts, tell me if you think that this would ever in a trillion years happen to you. A bluish mass was discovered in the patient um, of a woman who was having problems with her eye. She's 67 years old and she was actually scheduled to have cataract surgery in order to help her see more. Mm -hmm. Now, when they got in there, though. It turns out that she didn't necessarily have cataracts, but a surgeon in the UK found 27 missing contact lenses. <gasps> no. She was and just they stacking just, them. They just, she was stacking them, you guys. Was she putting them one on top of the other, or are they piled into... Like her eyelids, like above and below. Can that happen, Haley? You wear contacts. Yeah, sometimes I have to be careful. I'll lose one. Oh. And I gotta, like, roll my eyes oh around my and try and find it. <laughs> but I know it's still in there. And you, like, what, lift your eyelid and poke around a bit? Well, sometimes I'll just do this. Okay, and, like, rub the eyelid. Like, stop at the top of my eyelid yep. and then massage it down and then do the same from that way, oh. from the bottom up. And it's, to, it'll eventually slide out and then you pull it out? Yeah, it'll suction onto my iris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I guess they're not going to go back. Yeah, I guess it shouldn't be able to go all the way back, right? Well, if you're not careful, I think they can. What? You oh. got to be really, really careful because stuff gets lost up in the eyelids and stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How far back can a contact go? You'd be surprised. I pulled, I pulled like, a five-inch dog hair out of my eye. <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> I was like, oh, what is that? I thought it was just, like, an eyelash, and then I pulled, and it just kept coming out. <laughs> 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 it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty, and you can feel it sliding? Yeah, it was gross. Oh. <laughs> Get a dog, guys. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> fun doesn't it oh jeez well now I wonder then if maybe if it was all over maybe her they're one just eye, piled all over the place they yeah just got lost and tucked up in there yeah mm-hmm. and it might have squished a nerve or something and made uh, I don't and know her vision mm-hmm. here's what they say they say that the uh, operating team which included an ophthalmologist with more than 20 years experience said that none of them had ever seen anything like this before it was such a large mass 17 of the contact lenses were all stuck together they all said that they were surprised that the patient and didn't notice because they figured that that many contacts would cause a, a great amount of irritation. Oh, my mm-hmm. vision's getting worse. Yeah. This keeps adding contacts. I, the patient had been wearing monthly disposable contact lenses. <gasps> Monthlies? 
for the past 35 years, but did not attend regular optometrist appointments. I I feel like a lot of people drag out their monthlies to yeah. like six monthlies. I don't know. I have no idea. I sometimes will stretch it out to a month and a half. Uh, oh, yeah, if yeah. If I can. Do you find that they break down or what's the what's the deal with them? They just get really like fuzzy. Because oh. like my vision gets fuzzy with them because yeah, they yeah. start to lose their shape and oh, okay. they degrade a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She only had this in one eye, though. Yeah, how do you lose them in just one uh, eyeball? They don't know. They, they're they so confused by this. You take out one and forget to take out Yeah, maybe she's just forgetting. And she's like, oh, I think I took it out. We can have a strong eye and a weak eye. Yeah. Does one ever just need contacts and the other one's good to go? Maybe. Because you see some people with uh, like a thicker lens on one side. Mm-hmm. But they still have lenses on both. Yeah, that's true. I remember being a little girl and my mom wore contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember her contact lens, like, um, holder. Mm. And I remember kind of, like, sticking my finger in there one day and being like, what's in here? Just putting your dirty fingers uh, in there. Li- I was a little, little kid. Right after you just went to the bathroom? Yeah, I was a little girl. But my mom's contacts were, like, little... Pieces of glass? Yeah, they, they were, like, plastic discs. Oh. Like, they were hard. Mm-hmm, some of them are. Oh. Like, they're, you used to be able to get hard contact lenses. Are those and then the ones that you soft. can wear for, like, a year? I have no like idea. Like not straight, but I don't you take know. Them out. I don't think they exist anymore. Mm. I don't. Well, that's think just how so. contacts were. Yeah. Yeah. Pieces of plexiglass. In your yeah. Eyes. No, literally, they were. <laughs> we didn't yeah, have the technology. Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think anybody wears hard unless I'm wrong. Then please correct me. But are they formed to your eye, or maybe that's why the disposables is so good now? Because maybe your mom's was like no, scanned I don't, and I don't formed think so. to your eye. You it, have to buy a certain size. Mm-hmm. Like there's a certain diameter that you have to get across. Mm. So when you go to the optometrist and get your prescription, they also measure what size contact you would wear. Oh. Yeah. I've never put a contact in my eye. Really? I've tried, but I've never successfully put it in. I've never put one in either. Oh, yeah. It was okay. probably bad. It was like a house party thing. And we're all like, let's put in someone's contacts. No. Yeah, Just oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I think we, d- we did that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've tried, and it would not go in. I'm so but stupid. But meanwhile, I can touch my eye, no problem. Yeah. Sounds like a crazy party. <laughs> <laughs> you contact people, Haley. Yeah. Rach wears contacts, too. You're too willy-nilly with your eyes. I don't yeah. like the speed you guys go in oh, there just with. Like, yeah, mm. take some time. Well, I've done it like every single day since I was in grade five. Can, it's, your, it's your eyeball. Can you touch your eyeball? No. You can't do it? I'm bad with eye drops, too. Really? I'm you, not great with eye drops, yeah. either. Do you close your eye before it hits? Yeah. yeah. And I just blink. I'm like, I'm sure I'm getting something. <laughs> <laughs> I do the exact same thing. It's frightening. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the hard contact lenses do still exist. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you for that. Are they like perfectly fit to your eye? They I must believe be, right? so. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. But yeah, I remember just being shocked that my mom was putting like a, like Crash said, like a plexiglass piece. Yeah, that's wild. Like an extra lens over your eyes. Isn't that wild? You drop him, it's like. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. So watch your, this woman, by the way, she's going to be okay. But they're they're wondering if there's something else. I think there's another reason there as to why that went went awry on her. Because it is a little weird. All right. The average guy could have a big hole in his foot and still not see a doctor about it. So this tracks mm-hmm. a recent survey looked at the top reasons why men refuse to go to the doctor or make a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And over half said that one of these four excuses factor in. So, guys, if this is you and you need to go to the doctor, but you don't want to make a doctor's appointment or go. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, just go. Yeah. Right. But what if I got a busy day? I got some meetings. Yeah, this I is exactly this I is exactly a project. 
so, I'm also a man. Oh, that, oh my God. The crash just went through my whole list. So here's a list of reasons <laughs> and excuses as to why dudes won't go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Number one, it makes them feel like a wimp. Well, well, you just yelled, I'm a man, into your microphone. I'm Does a it man. really, though? It doesn't make you feel like a wimp. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go for a little poker cut. Like, simmer down there, put some well, crazy no, glue is... on it, put some electrical tape. You're All good. Right. Number two, you're too busy. All the time. Gosh, I said that as well. I have no time for cuts. Number three, it'll just heal itself on its own. It does. And number four, it's easier to go to the ER if it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is if there is some crazy infection or i feel like passing out then maybe i'll go to the er other than that pfft, all right throw a little um uh alcohol on there sure clean it out some right. peroxide and uh, glue it up oh my god this study also found that there's one thing that can get men to go to the doctor and that one thing is a woman telling him to go mm. 56% of guys said the top things that can get them to see a doctor is their wife their girlfriend or their mom telling them to make an appointment and if that happens they are much more likely to do it if one of those people tell him to go to the doctor see with crash I actually have to make the appointment and then drive him there uh, and it's always a waste of time I come back in, out and I go in the car and Mars like oh my god so what's happening and I'm like, they said I bumped my knee, and there's nothing they can do about it. Well, yes, but she's like, did you ask all the questions? Well, that you also I don't asked all the questions, and he tapped my knee, and he's sending me for uh, uh, an ultrasound. <laughs> oh my god, an ultrasound! <laughs> That's not crashes. Yep, an ultrasound. That is not. And he scheduled scheduled it for today. You got an ultrasound for today? It's critical. And I go get the ultrasound. And they're like, well, there's nothing. It looks like it was just a bump. Oh, my God. Thank God we got to the bottom of it. That, and then I blew a whole day. That is a complete exaggeration mm. of what happened. No. I also don't sound like that. Yeah, you, it's even calm. more intense. No. <laughs> I am calm, cool, and collected. I'm as cool as a cucumber. I think so. Mm-hmm. Sometimes pretty intense. Nope. Because what was the last thing where I, uh, oh, I tripped uh, going up our deck and smashed my knee on the Well, staircase. that I thought was broken because you fell hard. And I couldn't mm-hmm. walk for a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mara's like immediately like, like get me into the ER. I'm like, I, it's fine. I just bumped my knee. You got to be careful though. On what? The deck? Just in general. <laughs> like, as you get older, it, your body okay. doesn't heal as fast. I'm still young and spry, and I can, I can do a lot. <laughs> That's true, Haley. Yeah, I, yeah. I can still manage. <laughs> I'm even starting to heal slower. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. Right. Gotta be careful. Yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. totally rough. All right, this entire morning show basically runs on coffee between Crash, Ginge, and Haley. You guys yeah. are just chugging it back all morning. I'm almost done mine. Yeah. We need a coffee sponsor. We do. Well, we got we have got coffee. No, no, I no. want Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, Haley wants Starbucks. Starbucks are bust. Sales. No, don't. Hey, sales. Get us a Starbucks coffee sponsor. <laughs> Can we get like an IV drip of ice brew, like the cold brew. Yes. I, yeah. want, I want to wheel around an IV bag all oh, day. Oh, that'd be so good. And you need to to get up as early as we do and be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes you want to laugh at four yeah. forty right? quite like coffee. We'll run your business uh, fun imaging. That's like Crash Marshall powered by. 
Yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You see yourself sipping on our iced oh. coffees. Yes, I well, want that. A team of researchers in Scotland looked at how late in the day you can drink coffee. Do you guys cut yourself off at a certain time? Yeah, I basically just drink coffee for the morning show. Yeah. And then if I need a little boost later on in the day, sometimes I'll have an energy drink. But mm. most of the time, I try, just try to ride it out to like 730 and then I can right. go to sleep. Yeah. I, three o'clock is my cutoff. Okay. Yeah. Well, the answer is you should actually stop drinking stuff within uh, six hours before bed. So anything with caffeine, six hours before your bedtime, you should be cutting it off. After that, apparently, it can mess with your internal clock. Mm-hmm. The study also found that drinking four to five cups a day is totally fine as long as you stop earlier enough. But some people metabolize caffeine more slowly, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Another big study, and this is good news, found that just drinking three to four cups a day can lower your risk for liver cancer, and it tracked a half a million people for more than a decade, and coffee drinkers were 49% less likely to die of chronic liver disease. So pour yourself a cup. Hmm. Get to it. I know uh, some people that drink coffee right till bedtime. They'll take a coffee to bed. Your mom did that, didn't she? Oh, my mom, yeah. She would probably go through many pots of coffee throughout the day. And yeah, she would take a coffee to bed. And then first thing in the morning, you get up, coffee. Yeah. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. 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 She was vibrating all day. Yeah, this text here says, good morning. Sometimes I chug a coffee and then go to to bed right after. Ah. I've read studies, though. There's been some stories coming out that they're like, oh, great news. Coffee's not actually bad for you before bed. I just can't sleep. Yeah, like, does caffeine not affect some people? Like, it just keeps you guys up like uh, I know if I have coffee before, like, an afternoon nap some days, I still pass out no problem. I do not have a problem having an afternoon nap after coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because I'm just deathly tired or what. That might be it. Yeah. (laughs) Your body's overriding the coffee. Yeah, yeah, my body's like, sorry, you're You're exhausted. Does anybody drink a cup of coffee right before bed? Like not decaffeinated, but regular caffeinated? Someone's got tips too. It says you can offset the caffeine with wine, a bowl or a doobie. And then your sleep problems are gone. Oh, so have a cup of coffee, smoke and, a split, yeah, and then... Yeah, blast a Duberelli. Right. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Good to know. That works. Uh, this one, jo- uh, Joanne North said, "I don't. If I don't have a coffee before bed, I don't sleep." That's like crash. That's what Crash's mom used to do. She yeah. didn't have coffee. She didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe oh, if weird. you just have so much of it, it works. It yeah. has like the reverse effect on you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's Crash's scientific study. And it is really good. (laughs) It's as good as the science on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Has anyone listening ever felt really proud of their cooking skills? Sometimes when I put together a good dish. Yeah. Hmm. How well would you do without the internet to help you out? Probably Mm. pretty okay. You think you would know like all the spices and everything, proper temperatures to cook? I I'm really good at cooking. That's awesome. Huh. Yeah, like I'm very good at cooking. That's not what Hayden's text says. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden's gonna start starving now. <laughs> Someone polled over ten thousand people and asked them how many meals could you make without looking at a recipe? Oh, a bunch. I can make a bunch now. Yeah. 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 Twenty five percent of people said it's less than four meals. Really? Oh. Yeah. Like they have their couple classics and that's it. Yeah. So if those people had to make dinner for a week, they would have to double up on three of those meals. Mm. 31% of people said that they could make between four and 10 different meals without a recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably where I'm sitting. 39% said more than that. And 6% of adults claim they couldn't make anything without looking up the internet or a recipe. It's just so handy. Mm -hmm. It's great too, because you can go off your regular routine and make something wild. 
Like something exotic, something yeah. that you typically would never make. Right. Mm-hmm. But you open the internet, you're like, that looks great. And I have all the stuff to make it. Let's do it. This text here says, I still read the directions on the box of Katie. <laughs> <laughs> on the simplest thing. You know what, though? I do, too. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Why do we do that? I don't know. Because I've done that on. I do uh, that with rice, too. Yeah, I've done that on the, yeah. the microwavable rice. Like, oh. I know that it literally has a flag on the corner that says two minutes, ready you in two minutes. You crack it yeah, and yeah. you put it in. Yeah, and I, I flip it over and it's like mulch bag. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, and then place on a microwave tray and put for two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Every time. You guys need a rice cooker. Oh. I know. Everyone keeps telling us. We, we tried. Do. We got rid of the Instapot. I mean, that's the only thing I made rice in. I'm like, yeah. well, that's lame. I can just eyeball it now with the rice in the water. Wow. I don't have to measure anymore. I oh, really awesome. should make my own rice. Yeah. Could you guys bake without a recipe? Yes. This is where things no. get a little weird mm-hmm. uh, because out of the 10,000 people, uh, almost, well, almost 80% of people said they could not bake without a recipe. Yeah, I would yeah. have no idea. Well, baking is more of a science. Mm-hmm. It is. You can cook with your heart when you cook food, yeah. but you got to bake, you follow the recipe. When, yeah, as you're cooking, you can modify the meal. If you're like, oh, it's not salty enough, it's yeah. too salt, you can modify it. When you're baking, you're like, well, good luck. <laughs> Into the oven you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the oven you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can bake without a recipe, eh? Uh, yes, but, but. Uh-oh. Are you losing it? No, I have those recipes memorized. That's yeah. why. Oh. It's yeah. not so because I. I know how much like baking soda to use. It's got nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. It's just I've made it so often I have it memorized. Yeah. So if uh, if I wanted uh, like a big old thing of pumpernickel. Oh, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> Give me the internet. What about a, uh, a croissant? I'll go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a what? A bag of croissants? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here's your croissants. <laughs> yeah, done. That's right. All right, this next story here is kind of nuts. Off to Australia we go. And I want to know from you guys right now, 780-489-4669, if you've got a story that you want to share with us this morning. Uh, Do people not like you because you're really good looking? Mm. Off to Australia we go, where a woman by the name of Yvette was a regular at her local indoor swimming pool. She actually went to the pool three times a week for the last two years. But everything changed this weekend. When she was tapped on the shoulder by a member of the pool staff and she was told to cover up because there were some complaints. Now, Eva posted about the moment that she was kicked out of the pool. Uh, Apparently, the woman who was working that day, lifeguards, etc., pulled her out of the hot tub, the spa, because you know how a lot of times pools will have a pool and then a hot tub area. Sure. She said, I was happily going about my day. And the staff member told me she needed out a conversation with me in private. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, the bikini Yvette was wearing um, is not appropriate. And the woman's exact words were, quote, It's not a rule that you can't wear a bikini in the pool, but a few of the mums are complaining about it. (laughs) So we're asking that you wear something a bit more conservative. Mm -hmm. She said her bikini wasn't, oh, it wasn't a string bikini. Mm. It was just a bikini. That's what I'm envisioning. So it's just a regular bikini. Mm Mm-hmm. And the moms were not having it. Yvette went on to say, I'm here almost every day I swim. A child poops in the pool and it gets closed. I find that offensive and voice my concerns and it's ignored. Mm -hmm. Mothers, though, will complain that I'm wearing a bikini at the pool and now I've been asked to not return until I'm wearing a one piece. So she has to be fully covered up pretty much. Yes. Hmm. Is that, uh, do they have any sort of rule like that in uh, pools in town here? I don't know. I only, Where I you d- can't show too much skin? I've, uh, I like, because I, I, I go it. to our local pool. I wear a one piece, but. Have you ever seen bikinis in there? No. 
I've also not seen a lot of bikini bods in there. So, <laughs> okay, all right. So, I, uh, no, I have not seen any bikinis. Mm-hmm. You take the kids to the pool. Yeah. Any bikinis? Bikinis there. Mm. And the bikini this gal was wearing is up in the app. It's a, it's a bikini. There's nothing too... Yeah, there's nothing to it. Yeah, nothing too racy. Right? Yeah. Things are covered up. Looks fine. Hmm. That is... Yeah. I'm surprised the pool would have a problem with... Uh, would they say... like? Well, let's say it was a string. Even then, I... Like I've, a real flimsy fella. Even then. You're still covered up. Yeah, you are. There's no stipulation of, uh, like, they'd be crazy if they had a sign of what women can wear and cannot wear. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's I mean, that's... Yeah, it's terrible. I, I'm going to say that does not happen in town. Yeah. Uh, the pool did put out a statement saying that we are sorry that Yvette was made to feel uncomfortable. The lifeguard who passed on the feedback from other pool users and mother of the children's now realized that this wasn't the right thing to do. We will be talking to the other moms. Uh, Yvette will be given a refund. However, to keep the cool at the pool, uh, she will be asked to wear a one piece because of Still. because of the mums feeling uncomfortable. Huh. So is that because they just don't want their men looking at a bikini? Well, this one says uh, it's just jelly moms who wish they looked as good as her in a bikini. I wonder if that's it. Those By are... the way, this girl's bod is banging. Mm-hmm. She looks like there's... Well, she's swimming in the pool? Yeah, she's got a... couple like, times a week? She's got a bikini bod. I um, do like... Apparently in Edmonton uh, pools, there's no rule like that. The city of Edmonton pools? No rule. It's... So you can wear your bikini. It's terrible that uh, pool worker had to approach the mom anyway. I mean, that lady in the bikini anyway. But mm-hmm. I do like that she threw the mums under the bus instead of saying it was their choice. Like, look, some of the mums in here are real. Well, you've met them. You know what they're like. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right, you here's, <laughs> here's what I want to know from you guys. Um, uh, do people um, get you in trouble because you're super hot? Mm. This woman's hot. She, she looks the, good in a she's bikini. she got the good looks going. Yeah. She looks good in a bikini. Do you chalk it up as jealousy or what? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, if I was asked not to wear this shirt? <laughs> That'd be weird. You're wearing that shirt? I know, I am wearing yeah. the shirt. Mm-hmm. But what, how would that, like, if they're like, Mars, the women in the office The women are, can't handle the heat you're putting off. Yeah, and I'm like, it's like kind of like a three-quarter length <sighs> flowy yeah, shirt. Look at this forearm like, showing. It's oh, got, it's too much sauce. Am, oh I, am I showing my wrist a little too much? Uh, way yeah. too much yeah. wrist. With the beautiful flower print on it mm. there. Oh, my okay. God. Your, your, your shirt goes into a V formation as well. Oh <laughs> yes, my God. it does, yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't man. know this before, but now that you pointed out, yeah. yeah, everyone's noticing on Now TV too. Oh my god, one hundred two three Now Radio dot com. That is a really hot shirt. <laughs> <laughs> is it just an attractive shirt? <laughs> I might have to re- write a report on this. All right, have you gotten in trouble because you're just too damn hot? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all I want to know. You want to admit it? Sure. sure. Let's do it. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about uh, if you're super hot and uh, if it gets you in trouble. Maybe you've been told to cover up. If you're just joining us, and if you missed the story, there's a, a woman in the news. She's in Auckland. Mm. And uh, she's been told she can't be at her local pool anymore in her bikini because some women complained that it was a little too much. She was told that she could only return to the pool if she wore a full piece, a one piece. Basically, wrap yourself in a towel if yeah. you want to participate in any pool activities. Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. So we want to know from you guys, uh, like, are you super cute? You're super hot? Yeah. You dress the way you dress. You wear what you want to wear, and people are people are calling you out for yeah. it. And you're not uh, like overtly uh, raunching no. it up, sexing it up. Yeah, you're, you're just not wearing raunch. nice, just wearing a nice outfit. Right. And someone's like, <gasps> too much. It's too hot for yeah. the workplace. Like if I came in dressed in 
like nothing but straps. Okay, like envision. I put I put a belt. I'll put a belt around. I'm envisioning like some crazy like S and M BDSM wear. Right. So yes. So I come in. I've got like a black belt around my my boobs over my nips. Okay, let's hear how wild Mars can get. Okay, I've this got is missionary Mars. I've got everyone. a string thong on. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've got like um a series of black. Like crisscrossy ribbon things over my my midriff, my mm-hmm. my tummy. Yep. And then I'm wearing a pair of like patent leather black high heels mm-hmm. and a full on um, black patent leather mask with white stitching and a ball gag in. What? You can tell me that that's inappropriate okay, to wear to well, work. Yeah. Was that right? hot, guys? Like that? I could come in looking like that. Waving around like a cat o' nine tail or something. Do you think the boss would uh, be okay with that? <laughs> Everyone's like, so Mars is going to wear a harness? That's what, yeah. You kind like, of describe that. Okay, so like if you work in construction, you have to wear a harness to get up high. I wear your harness to work. With but a, it's black leather. Yeah, with a, with a belt around my chest. And a gag ball. And a gag ball. <laughs> Clearly, right? every uh, like job site work wear. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, that's inappropriate. A, I can't do my job properly because I can't have a ball gag in. No. You know, and B... Um, <laughs> We'd let you take it out for the show. Thank you. But and you're not you know, leaving the studio because you're chained to the chair. Yeah. Well, yeah. In, in, inappropriate. We have, you know, winners coming into the radio station. We've got, you know, people buying advertising. They don't want to see me like yeah, that. Yeah, people that come in, they want a photo with you. Well, they, right. they have to come in the studio and get a photo with Mars and her ball gag. Because I'm tucking in my hair for my <laughs> luchador mask. <laughs> Shani shows up with his mask. <laughs> this thing, this text here says, "Ooh, just woke up." Wow, Mars, that's quite the visual. First thing, this am right. <laughs> What's this, Mars? Sound that sounds hot. Let me know when you're gonna wear it so I can watch Now TV. Well, Now oh, TV, the views would go through the roof that yeah, day. Yeah, it's not for me. And one that one day we'll finally get Now TV in HD. Yeah, <laughs> just that one day. <laughs> Sarah from Terwilliger says, "Cover up, Mars." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Children are That's watching. That's what she says. What would the children think? You're <laughs> think right. Of the children. I am thinking of the children, and I won't wear my ball gag to mm-hmm. Have you ever been told in any job that you had that you had to cover up? Mm. Like radio? Radio used to be really raunchy back in the day. It used to be. Not Actually, so much. Actually, radio would have told you to dress down I was going to say, yeah. I think I've been told to... Take it like my previous uh, radio stations that I worked at, women were told to take it off. Yeah, you were kind of and wear white t-shirts and we throw water at them. I know yeah. it. This has this in <laughs> radio the past, has evolved. It's evolved. It used to be quite raunchy, especially when it came to women. As I'm having a smoke in the studio, throwing water at someone. I know. Terrible time. God, we used to go out like as if you were part of the street team. Like now, it's adorable. We have the trucksicle, <gasps> and they're super nice. And yeah. they go out and they give. Okay, when I was a trucksicle, I used to take. <laughs> You should have seen what Mars did with that popsicle. I used to wear like Daisy Duke shorts. I'd take my station t-shirt and tie it up around. (laughs) I'd be wearing like a trucker hat with like station, um, with like some cute vans on or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or some high tops. And then big sunglasses. And I'd be walking around handing out stickers and a chance for you to win tickets to see Trooper. Oh, yeah. On Saturday night. It's totally different. Haley, Haley, let Mars overhaul the truck school team. You know, and then you'd, you'd catch me around the building with one leg up on a brick wall having a cigarette being like, oh my God, this day can't end making, you know. It's so hot. I'm glad this shirt has buttons. Yeah. <laughs> 
times have changed. It's oh, not yeah. like that anymore. Yeah, some big changes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're wondering if you've ever been told that you have to cover up at work um, for whatever reason. Where right. you dr- maybe you did dress a little scantily clad. Um, staying anonymous at the top. Hello. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. All right. Uh, do you think uh, you were asked to cover up because you're way too hot? Well, I'm not sure about that, but uh, (laughs) I was at work and we had to do a training shift, so we didn't have to wear, like, all of our gear and uniform and things. Right. And it was summertime, so, you know, I was just wearing jeans and a tank top, like a regular tank top. Yeah. But I'm a little gifted up top, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I assure you only five-ish, maybe 10% of the top of the girls were showing. Okay. And an hour into the training session, the secretary of our um, establishment comes in and says, I have something for you. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And she gives me a T-shirt. She goes, you need to put it on. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you need to put it on. I'm like, but I'm wearing clothes. She goes, well, it's not appropriate. Oh, no. What are you I'm like, what are you talking about? It, this is just a regular old tank top, nothing special. Yeah. And she goes, put it on. So anyway, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I put it on. And then five minutes later, the people from Ontario, like the higher ups, come in to introduce the new president and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you so didn't want to show off all your work assets. I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. So they didn't want you meeting the higher ups. And yeah, just and showing a bit top. of skin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is that it really, like, there was nothing inappropriate showing. It's not like you saw some areola or anything. <laughs> I'm not 15 for crying out loud, you guys. I agree. Right? Yeah, um, it's just it's part of your body. And a it's tank, natural. And a tank top isn't offensive. Yeah, you're not, you're not doing no, it to be raunchy. No. No, exactly. I was there because I had to be there on my time off to yeah. do a training session for remedial, whatever, random training that they want you to do every year. And uh, that's it. And then later on, I got told, she goes, you know, that amount of skin is my entire being. And I'm like, well, I'm really very sorry God gave you that. But God gave me this, and this is my thank talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks for that. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one. Let's do uh, Sam. Uh, good morning, Sam. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. 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 Um, you and your mom were told to cover up. Um, yeah, we weren't at work or anything. Um, it was like the middle of the summer, and I was like eight months pregnant, and so I pretty much lived in dresses or shorts or a bathing suit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And my mom, like for a forty-year-old woman, she is like pretty good looking. For yeah. An older lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, we always get asked. <laughs> we, <laughs> we get asked all the time if we're sisters, not mother daughter. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And so my mom, she was wearing this really, really cute, like, brown um, uh, spaghetti strap sundress. It came just above her knees. Like, it was classy. It was, it was, she looked really good. Yeah. And I was wearing, uh, like, a full maxi dress, like, you know, like, had, like, four finger straps yeah. <laughs> anything like revealing but like you know being pregnant I was a little bit more bustier and you know um, so my neighbors actually told us that um, we were a word that rhymed with door <gasps> oh my god that was your neighbor 
Yeah, our na- my neighbor He said called that- you doors Yeah, he called my mom and I doors And like, yeah Wow Your neighbor is a day hole (laughs) 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 That is so wild They were having like a family gathering of some sort So there was a lot of people at their house Oh my gosh And they were like, you need to cover up You guys are nothing but doors Have some respect for yourself Jeez First of all, I'm covered right down to my ankles. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the maxi dress goes down right to the ankles. But they didn't yeah. want to see shoulder. Oh gosh! Yeah, too much shoulder. My shoulder was too damn sexy. <laughs> well, you keep rocking those yeah, hot shoulders. I agree. You keep rocking those cute dresses. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye bye. That's crazy that your neighbor would say that. Yeah, man. Uh, another one here, uh, Johnny. How you doing, buddy? Good, yeah, doing pretty good. Um, so what was your situation here? Someone told you to cover up? Yeah, so this is quite a few years ago. It was actually the whole football team. This is when the whole Under Armour craze came out. Like, you know, the real tight shirts you wear underneath your pads. And everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So this is back in like, the early 2000s. But all the time, the older female teachers, uh, the moms of the cheerleaders, uh, basically any parent that come out to the thing, we wore them like in school. Right? So we had nice jeans on, of course. Yeah. Uh, but then our shirts were always these Under Armour shirts. And, of course, nothing's being shown. Most of them were long sleeves. Some of them were short sleeves. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't like how tight they were. Because I mean, we were all in really good shape back in the day. Well, yeah, right? I mean, skin I'm tight just showing abs now, and pecs. Yeah. I don't see yeah, the I'm, problem. I'm, now I'm rocking that ginger bod, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. So you guys were told that you couldn't wear your Under Armour shirts because they were too tight showing off your muscle, your muscles. Yeah, and like I said, all of mine were actually long sleeves, so it went right to the wrist, and then, like, a little bit past your waist, right, because it had to go inside your pads and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was, like, covered up, like, almost head to toe, but they didn't like how tight it was. Uh, but none of the younger female uh, teachers said anything. It was always the older ones that had a problem. <laughs> and then the cheerleaders' moms had the problems, too, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Why would the cheerleader moms have the problem with you guys wearing because your Under Armour? Their their kids aren't focused on cheerleading. They're oh, they're looking, looking at the cute boys. Yeah, they're looking at hot Johnny. <laughs> yeah, hot Johnny. Gotcha. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny, were, would you admit that you were looking pretty damn good? Oh, I was. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Mars is visualizing you right now. <laughs> well, don't worry, Mars. About that 15 minutes ago, I was too for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, with Mars' description there. Oh, I'm going to pull out those ba- belts and straps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's Perfect. great. Hey, good job. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Yeah, you too, Johnny. Bye. Thanks, Bye-bye. buddy. Yeah, that's a weird one, eh? Wow, but the guys can't wear tight it's funny, people... He said it goes under the... Sorry, under the football pads, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, people can't huh. handle uh, big distractions. So how do hmm. uh, people handle it at the gym? Because you'll still see all those tight Under Armour shirts at the gym. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I accidentally bought a compression shirt once. Uh, I'll still wear it periodically at the gym, but it's... I, oh, it's when tight. I, when I walk out, I'm like, oh, this is really revealing. Yeah, like, <laughs> it is. It's a tight shirt. Is oh, that yeah. what it's called, a compression yeah, mine's a compression shirt. Yeah, because it is skin tight on it you. It is, it is. But you it's, can wear that, though, because it looks, you know, it looks good. And Well, I got, uh, like, the paunch going on. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Crash has got a burger baby because he ate too much food <laughs> yeah, this morning. Yeah. It's just gas, It'll really. be gone in 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, another one. Uh, we'll do, um, uh, let's take Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I... I think that's so sad about the girl in the bikini. Unless you have a toddler or a baby pulling down the bikini top. But, you know, 
it's not about being hot. It's about our local pool and these older guys wearing speedos. <laughs> their belly is hanging. You're not. You're not down with the budgie smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked them to put more clothes on. Please. Do, do the guys in your... Actually, I'm trying to think. I think the guys in my pool... There's a few budgie smugglers th- there's in a, there. There's a few Speedos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've got the body. Yeah, if you've got the body. Yeah, like some of these hot business guys downtown, they've got the body. Some of the budgies disappear, though. Yeah, they're yeah. ripped. Yeah, exactly, yeah, but Val. Some, but, but some of the other ones, the budgie disappears. Yeah, because the belly hangs so low, yes. you don't even see I it. I know. It's offensive, and especially when they turn around and they crawl out of the hot tub, oh. and you're seeing, you know, <laughs> where the sun doesn't shine. Oh, and no. I'm, oh, the and they need a Brazilian. The <laughs> you're just like, oh, could that guy, could somebody ask that guy to put on some, oh, like, yeah. you know, So that's, that's where you draw the line, Valerie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, for those of you who are going to be kicking back this, uh, you know, coming weekend, uh, the Christmas festivities are starting. You're going to pour yourself a rum and eggnog and listen to some old Christmas music. Mm. I've got a list here of some of the best Christmas songs and some of the worst Christmas songs. So these are songs that people either love or people hate. Oh, no. We'll do the best ones first, all right? Okay. Uh, first Put us of in a all, good mood first and then just destroy us. Yeah, these are, uh, these are the top three. Uh, number one, or the number three, rather, we'll do yeah. number three. Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Lives. Okay, All right. a classic. People love this song. Mm-hmm. Feels like Christmas. It does feel like Christmas. Yeah, people love it. They mm. love this song. Wait for it. Here we go. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Oh yeah, everyone recognizes. This is a good one. This. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mix a mix a nice drink. Stand yeah. Your tree. This That's is right. your good list. This is my good list. Yeah. yeah. These are the top your nice three. List. Uh, number two for the nice list of uh, Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Bobby Helms. Nope. Sorry. Brenda Lee's. Oh. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Classic. People love it. Timeless. Another one like I can see entertaining with this. Yeah. Yeah. Mars has her Santa hat on. Right. Little Santa skirt. Couple nope. too many eggnogs in you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hugs are getting a little long. Yeah. I'm like, Mars, you forgot your Santa top. <laughs> I'm like, I want to sit on Santa's lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get told to put my Santa top back on. Yeah. It never made it on. Stirring your candy cane in their noggin and <laughs> sucking it off. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. Love you guys. <laughs> and of course, number one for everyone's favorite Christmas carol. Yeah. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Classic. It doesn't reek party. Oh, yes, it does. Not for me. This is where I'm I'm putting on my... I'm getting ready. No, Holly Jolly Christmas, Rocking Around the Tree. Those those reek party. This is when I'm getting ready for the Christmas party. This one, to me, is <clears throat> Christmas shopping. Yeah. I'm excited oh, to go to the mall. Okay. It doesn't make me want to drink. Really? No. Not this one. I, I can taste eggnog in my mouth right now. <laughs> Wow, that's been the uh, entire last, like, two weeks. Right, right. I did start early this year. Christmas. Is you. See, my 
malls all done up? Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing, yeah, literally walking through a mall, seeing Mars walking with arms and bags. Trees glittering, yes. All of the gifts are for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a me holiday. <laughs> I get... Once again, rocking around the Christmas tree, holly jolly Christmas, yeah. that yeah. rigs drinking party. Yeah, that's yeah. true. This, not so much. Oh, I love this song. Me too. I'm does with Haley. I love it. Does it make you want to drink, though? Yes. yes. Oh my God, I got to have a really good time? Start slamming champagne. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> slamming you know, champagne. You know, typical you Christmas thing. <laughs> like a classy lady does. <laughs> that Christmas champagne. <laughs> I remember being 24. I slammed champagne. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Best Christmas carols. Those are the those are the ones that you guys want to hear. Yeah. Here are the top three that gets thrown the most shade. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Uh, number three, Jingle Bells by Dean Martin. Oh, really? I guess people really aren't like Jingle Bell are fans. Are they just done with it? Actually, they say Jingle Bells by pretty much anyone. Barbara Streisand's Jingle Bells is on this list. There's a lot of Jingle Bells on the list. The Singing Dogs Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah. No one really cares about Jingle Bells. I don't know. It still gets the job done for me. This, I picture looking outside. Still, this uh, This makes me want to drink. And I look outside and it's got to be big white snowflakes. It's not a party anymore. You're, you're, you're at your own house with your family. Yes. Maybe the kids are asleep. Yeah. Uh, you're yes. looking longingly out the window with yeah. some freshly fallen snow. Yes. I'm pretty sure I've done a similar thing. I'm looking outside, falling snow. Mars mm-hmm. is passed out on the yeah. couch. Yeah. Spilled nog on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Tongues out. Yeah. Christmas Eve, baby. Christmas. <laughs> 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 she knocked the tray over about your yeah. eights. <laughs> Number two, four songs that people don't want to hear around Christmas. Uh, and I disagree strongly with this one. Feliz Navidad. Mm. Oh, I like this song. Me too. This is a little party now, one. This eh? is a drinking song. This is more drinking than Mariah Carey. I feel like this is like we're all in the sauce now and we're all singing. Oh, yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz I disagree with it being on Absolutely. the naughty list. Absolutely. Put that at the top of right? the list. That was just fun. Yeah. Does and anyone actually know that one part of the song? Prospero Año Felicidad. What? Is that what it is? I'm guessing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like Haley was going into like a Hayden's hunting jam. She's like, crossbows and dead Cross deers. Crossbows and dead deers. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one on my list. This is number one. People hate this one mm-hmm. more than anything in the world. They hate it. Okay. Gala Peavies. Oh, God. I want a hippopotamus for terrible. Christmas. Terrible. Absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, everyone hates it. Like, it's a fun, you hear it once, never again. Until next year. They used to play this in my school. I want no. Yes. Like in your high school? No, in my junior high. <laughs> the last day of school when everybody was leaving the school to go to the buses. Yeah, and yeah. It was like Christmas break. Yeah. They would just pump this through the Oh, they know. They, that, that's how you get the kids out of the school. <laughs> <laughs> Torture them. Hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus 
Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite. There's worse. There, what would you say is the worst? Oh, uh, we'll have it. Uh, McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, God, that's terrible. Simply having yeah. a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. That one's not great. You're right. I mean, he's a talented man, oh. but he blew it with this one. I like this song. You hear it once, so that's plenty. I think my favorite is Wham. Mm-hmm. Someone put Wham as their least favorite. I love Wham. Yeah. Last Wham, Christmas. A Wham Christmas? Yeah. Where are we at? Oh, come on, computer. The mood is right. Nice try, Paul. Like, it's okay. Mm, I don't even know it's okay. It's not a. It's not like a drinking one. There's no, there's no Darlene Love. That's my number no. one. Darlene Love. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah! yeah. Get rid of sorry, Paul McCartney. I love this song. This is where I'm starting to get depressed at Christmas. Oh, so yeah. I've had way too many drinks. And we've lost one of your eyes. One of my eyes is uh, now... Trailed off. It, yeah, I got a lazy eye when I drink. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day You gave it away This year To stab me from tears Yeah. Have you ever watched the video? Oh yeah, it's my favorite video of all time, Crash. I don't know if I've ever seen the video. It's so great. Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good hair. They're at a ski resort. Big hair. Um, that's... I like that's my goal to look like that at the ski resort. <laughs> you kind of do. He's <laughs> <laughs> a handsome Literally, man. Hey? After a day of skiing, Mars takes her two off and her hair goes boom, yeah. and she's like, I'm, "There uh, we yeah. go." Oh yeah, I'm a member of Wham. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, and my hair is growing out like yeah. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I love the other half of Wham is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. You know that guy. Nobody knows. We all know who we're talking about. <laughs> You're right. It's George Michael, and who's the other guy? Yeah, no, With, uh, without Googling, does matter. anybody even no. know? I don't even want to Google it. I don't want to know. George Michael's a skanker. Dragging him down. Yeah, that's right. You haul that wood. All right, P. George. Oh, there you go. So there's a list of some of the favorite, some of the most hated. Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Andrew Ridgely, that's it. You totally Googled that because nobody else knew. No, no one would ever know that. <laughs> the pizza makers DiGiorno announced that they will be introducing a brand new macaroni and cheese pizza. And yes, it will be available for you. Mm, I don't know. Not into it? I, uh, I don't get adventurous with my pizzas. Like Ginger raves about the pierogi pizza at BP's, That's but I've never, pizza. never had it, and I probably never will. It's a good pie because I don't want a chance ordering a big pie, yeah, and I don't like it. 
Well, you like pierogies. I do. You like pizza. I do. You're going to like this pizza. I don't know if I like the combo. Uh, I don't mind getting weird with my pizza pies. I have, I'll be honest, I'm not thrilled about this macaroni and cheese one, though. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people are. I put a picture of the box up in the app there. You can have a good look at the pizza. Oh, I'd be all over that. (laughs) (laughs) That's carbs on carbs. It's carbs on carbs. Yeah, that's right. I guess in reality, when you think, like, Ginge, if you're talking about just combining two great things. Yep. Bread and mac and cheese, right? Yeah, but I still want... I don't want my pizza to... This feels more deep dish style to me. That's my thats my hold up with it. I think you got to think of it as just macaroni on a bread plate. Because you're a thin crust boy looking after your figure? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. A, I do like a thinner crust. I don't even mind a thick crust though, but I'm just saying this will feel like just more sauce than toppings. You know what mm. I mean? Like mm. I got a profile view of it. And it looks, that looks pretty thick. Yeah, it's got casserole vibes to me. Which is fine, but that's not how I prefer my pizza. Mm. Someone said the the pickle pizza at Boston Pizza is delicious. Mm. Oh, I bet it is. Pickle pizza. I don't know. I'm not a pickled girl. And then this text here says, the pierogi pizza does not taste like pierogies. It is gross. See, that's what I would worry about. And then now I'm like, oh, what a waste. I got to sit here and eat this big 14-inch pizza. It's a great pizza. Come with a sour cream dip. Now the pierogi pizza is getting love. Mm Mm-hmm. Says crash the pierogi pizza at BP's is the best pizza on the planet. I never ate any other kind of pizza except for ham and pineapple, and now I've tried this one. Make sure you have it with sour cream. Like it is incredible. The most wild I'll get at BP's is the barbecue chicken. The barbecue yeah. chicken pizza. That's you really letting your hair down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, look at everyone. <laughs> I just yeah. yeah, I just don't want a chance not liking it. But this mac and cheese one, like the photo that you posted, Ginge, that yeah. looks like a, a a crazy, dirty, awesome mess. But in the box and when you make it at home, I bet you it looks like garbage. Oh. It'll never look like that. I'm constantly impressed with frozen pizzas, though. They, they do a pretty good job down at the frozen pizza. Do they? they do. <laughs> they do. Haley gets it. Yeah, they got good frozen pizza. Yeah. When, have, when was the last time we had a good frozen pizza? I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Like, uh, I buy, like, the little thin boxes. Yeah. Like, you can buy, like, ten of them for five bucks. Well, there's your problem. Yeah, yeah. Crash, you they're, buying, more. they're buying, like, the good stuff. You go for the cheap, cheap. Well, yeah, it all tastes the same. No. You're buying a frozen pizza? <laughs> Apparently, they don't all taste the same. <laughs> What's your favorite frozen pizza? Mm, uh, I like the Costco one. Yeah, Kirkland does an incredible frozen pizza. Yeah. Like their own? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's I've ever a, had it. Just a, Big boy pepperoni. It's yeah. not that. The uh, play. It's not that big one that's in the the coolers. No. Okay. It's like a four pack. Yeah. Oh. There's four pizzas. We get the cheese ones. Yeah. And then we buy our own toppings and mm. add them to the cheese pizza. Ah, there you go. That's the way mm. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They do a pepperoni as well. Rising nice. crust. Delicious pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Crust already risen. Oh. Risen. It's just ready. Risen. Is that how they rose? say when the crust rose. Jesus risen. I can't be right. <laughs> has risen? Has he risen? Has he? Yeah. Went up. We'll is discuss big, this come Easter. Is it big thick crust though? It's a, it's a good, it's a it's good a handle good, on there. It's a good handle. Yeah, is it too doughy? Yeah. Mm. No, it's a good, and the pepperoni, uh, they do the cheese, uh, Haley likes the cheese, but yeah. they do a pepperoni pizza as well. Mm. With The pepperoni's incredible. Mm. Mm. I don't like pepperoni pizza, and I like the Costco pepperoni it's pizza. A, it's a quality pepperoni they put oh, on. Maybe I'll have to dabble in that. Yeah. Huh. Four of them, though? You could try a sample of it at their, like, little, wherever they do the lunches and the poutines. Yeah, yeah. Because they just use their pizzas. Yeah. So try one of the little slices, and if you like it, go buy one from the freezer. Oh, okay. It's the same pizza. Yeah. Cook all four at once. No. Like, they're frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they'll they'll keep. Crash will eat all four. (laughs) I'll eat all four. Yeah, he will. He'll eat all four, indeed.
This is a kind of a fun story. And we do these every now and again. They come out like with one at the end of the year. We're coming up to that end of the year. Oh, yeah. So you get your end of the year lists. Well, someone put together a list of the 11 Canadian slang words from every province that were used this year. Uh, and uh, the, this is a little different than what we've done before. So let's see if you guys know a lot of these slang words. Uh, number one, I think because we're such a close neighbor, we all know about Saskatchewan's bunny hug. Sure. Yeah. 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 We all know the about hoodie. that, right? So instead of a hoodie, they call it a bunny hug, which is cute and adorable. Mm. Uh, next for Alberta, the word boot. What is it to you to boot? To, to to boot? Yep. When you're booting, what are you doing? Uh, like flooring it. Okay. I am buying liquor for some underage teenagers. Spoken like a true Albertan, right there. Oh. That is exactly what booting is. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you when someone gets you liquor and you're underage here in our province, it's called a boot. I've never heard anyone actually use that term. Well, you always say like when you're younger. You're looking for somebody to boot for you. Can you boot for us? Can you boot for us? I, once again, I've never heard anyone say that. I've lingered around the liquor store looking for uh, to buy liquor A for good kids. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and no one has ever said, can you boot for us? <laughs> well, because I, th- I don't think young kids are looking for liquor the way we were. Oh, I think they're very much looking for liquor. Oh, think? I, think, I don't think you look like the type. You don't look cool. What are you talking about? Yeah, you look cool. Oh, you're like just you- raving about my mustache. Narc. That's a cop stash. That's uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this slang word I've actually used. I didn't know that it's from Nova Scotia and other Atlantic provinces. Mm. Scribbler. A scribbler. Oh, that's like a notepad. Yeah, you it's like your Hillroy yeah, paper. Yeah, your paper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We did that in Manitoba. Scribbler. Yeah, you had to get a couple scribblers, scribblers. at the beginning yeah. of the year. You need uh, some loose leaf scribblers, some duotangs. And then there was like the coil scribblers. Is this, Fancy. is this book here, is this a scribbler? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be considered scribbler. So any, any, would, any no, book with paper. I'd call that a notebook. I think a scribbler doesn't have the metal coil. So a scribbler is like the legal pad. No. Where you're like, oh, what's the scribbler? A scribbler is like a the Hillroy. Um, it has three hole punches like in it that you can put it in a binder. Yeah. Like the... Uh, the ones you only pretty much used in school. Yeah. You're not using those outside of... That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's a scribbler. All right. So you wouldn't you wouldn't consider that no that's a note- notepad that's a notebook okay that's not a notepad a notepad but Haley said she had some fancy scribblers mm-hmm. with the coils those are notebooks Uh-oh. <laughs> coiled scribblers coiled scribbler yeah no <laughs> a coiled scribbler sounds like Mars's bad tummy yeah <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that sounds like right. a very bad tummy do not go in there <laughs> left a coiled scribbler <laughs> guys look out. <laughs> Uh, this next term is from our Quebec friends, Depp. Depp. Like, Depp. Like Johnny Depp? Like D-E-P-P? D-E-P. D-E-P. Is, Depp. That, uh, is that a hair product? It's not a hair product. <laughs> oh, no, that's Depp. Oh, no, that's, that's silicone. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Depp like a dab? Can you Depp someone up like you dab someone up? No. Is it food? If you hear someone saying Depp in Quebec, they're talking about the corner store or a convenience uh, store. Depanier? Uh, Depaneur. Depaneur? So they oh. just call it going to the Depp. Depp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do the Depp. The Depp. All right. This next one here is for Crash because it comes straight out of Manitoba. Margarine. Not margarine. <laughs> jam Buster. Yeah, Jam Buster. That's a donut. Oh. Oh, they're not called Jam Busters here? No. no. Why? Yeah, it's a jam buster. You get a jam buster, it's gonna it's filled with jam. We call them a jelly. 
Yeah. Just Je- a jelly? Jelly donut. Yeah, yeah, get a jelly. No, but it's a jam buster. It's bu- it's busting with jam. Apparently in the province of Manitoba and northern Ontario, when ordering a jelly donut, those folks ask for a jam buster. Yeah, are you saying if I pulled up to Tim's today and I said, get me a jam buster, they'd have no idea? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, they might because they're pros. They've yeah. seen it all. Yeah. But also, jelly sounds way better. Like, I'm, I'm pro scribbler sounds Jelly fine. sounds slimy. No, jelly's great. Grab mm-hmm. a jelly. Jam sounds firm and, like, big and bold. But jam buster? A jelly? Jam buster yeah. sounds like Urban Dictionary. Wow. Yeah, oh. you probably shouldn't Urban Dictionary. 2008. <laughs> we all laughed at it yeah. in between, like, while a song was running here in the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it what might, it, it might like. mean a few different things, but it definitely means a donut at the top. It definitely means a donut. <laughs> all right. Uh, this next one here, this is from Ontario, which I kind of feel like we all used it. Bush party. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's bush a, party, pit we party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't call them pit parties. Well, you never went to a gravel pit. Right. Yeah, the, the pit party, you got to be at a gravel pit. Otherwise, it's not a pit party. Okay. How many? <laughs> yeah. It can't yeah. just be like a fire pit. No, when we said pit, it wasn't fire pit. No, okay. you were in the pit. Yeah, you were in the gravel okay. pit. We had right. sand pit parties. Yeah, yeah. How many gravel pits were you were around? Uh, one, two, three, three or four. Mm-hmm. Gravel pits? Yeah. Huh. I grew up small town. I don't think I had one gravel pit. Now. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe it wasn't good gravel where you were at. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that good gravel. You did have good gravel. Yeah. I've been out to your, where uh, you used to live at your mom's. There. There's some good gravel yeah, out there. Yeah, some good gravel pits. Yeah. Even my aunt and uncle bought a gravel pit. Oh. They bought the land and then sold it because uh, the county needed the gravel. Oh. To build roads. Isn't that why you don't, why didn't they sell them the gravel? Uh, the, I don't know. I think they just didn't want to deal with it. Because it wasn't, isn't it always counties who need roads for gravel? <laughs> yeah. Gravel for roads? <laughs> yeah. They made a lot of money on they that. They made a filthy amount of money on that. Mm-hmm. I think they paid like 400000 sold it for well over a million. Hey, we should get a gravel pit. I, I know. know. Yeah. I know. There's a lot of money in the gravel pit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the banana stand. Yeah, yeah damn right. <laughs> <laughs> There's and, always money in the gravel pit. <laughs> and the last one here is uh, from our friends up north in the Yukon. Sourdough. Just a good bread. It's not about bread. Oh, it's not about bread? It's not about bread. Oh, is that your pizza dough that went sour? Nope. It's sourdough. Sourdough. Apparently in the Yukon, sourdough is a slang word used to refer to someone who lives or who has lived in the territory for all four seasons. So if you've survived all four seasons in the Yukon, you're sourdough. Why sourdough? Because they grow surly? Could very well be. I don't know. I love a good sourdough, but I don't know how that relates to a human. Yeah, I do too. Crusty? Huh. Yeah, oh, maybe. Crusty and big? Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, sourdoughs are like soft. Because you picked up a loaf of sourdough. Oh, it's so good. Oh, the outside, though. Toast hard. So nice. Yeah, Firm. yeah. So delicious. You're rigid on the outside and soft and uh, fluffy on the inside. Yes. All right. Have you ever seen a frenzy? What's a frenzy? A frenzy as in like maybe something fell off a truck and everybody went running for it. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps maybe. I I feel like Black Friday frenzies are kind of over now. Oh, I know. I think they're they're going to be big. You think they are? Oh, yeah. Big door crashers. Have you seen a frenzy? An armored truck spilled its trove on a California highway last week. Oh, no. Sparking a cash grab frenzy that resulted in two people being arrested. Well, it's like a cash cube on the highway. Yeah. The truck's door flew open at around nine o'clock in the morning, sending money, bills flying all over Interstate 5. Wow. 
traffic stopped. Yep. Drivers got out of their car to grab what they could in an outdoor cash queue. I would fill my pockets, my jacket, and everything. And if they came up to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm just helping you out. And if they didn't, I'm getting into my car. Yeah. An adult couple, a man and a woman, were arrested on suspicion of grabbing some of the money and then getting locked out of their vehicle so they couldn't get away. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yeah, look at the money. Yeah. Is. Oh. It's just littered all over the highway. There is no possible way they picked up every dollar well, that blew I, out of there, People right? are running around. Well, yeah, when you throw money around, people get wild. Uh, and apparently, Marta said, they arrested the two, and now they're using, because everyone was like filming it, you know, put it on everyone social media. Everyone was filming yeah, yeah. it. And now the police are using that footage to track down the other <sighs> no good. But that's the move, too. You could just return like 20 bucks and say, Right, hey, and be I like, got, I only had 20. I picked up. Yeah, yeah you'll, at, they'll never know how much you took. Like, look at this guy. He's got fistful... Like a fistful of dollars. Wouldn't that be a dream come true, though? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like just piles of money blowing around. Uh, they do say that if you're part of this and you found it on the freeway, you're yeah. in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can pick up money you found on the freeway. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I had no idea. It's from the armored truck. Apparently the driver of the truck. <laughs> I dropped several hundred dollars here earlier. <laughs> it was on the roof of my car. Here it is. Oh, the driver of the truck said that the drivers who he saw leaving their vehicles and running forward, he thought were rushing to help him. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> You're dropping money. That is the only time you will see yeah, me running. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then he said rather than running towards the armored truck, he saw people turning and running towards their vehicles. Mm -hmm. He realized that he was quote unquote being robbed well are is he being robbed the money's yeah the money's thrown out of the vehicle it's not your money yeah too bad yeah they yeah. didn't go into the truck to remove it yeah they didn't enter the premises he dropped it all over the street and i'm, just, I'm assuming this was a bank's cash it looks like it yeah a bank can swing this they should just let it happen right it is what it is it's a good day for these people once it's out of the truck fair game yeah, yeah. it should be yeah this is a monopoly situation bank error in your favor yeah collect two hundred dollars this is the time when you hope that the wind picks up blow it away from the truck <laughs> <laughs> oh this is ditch money man <laughs> look at this i just posted a picture of this fella here look at him like he's got he, two full mitts of cash it does is there and he's like is that hand okay look there's a hand in front of him it's banded i was gonna say is that banded money yeah so it, uh, some of it wasn't just it's stacks it's fat stacks, stacks. yeah there's these are all stacks of cash some 20s some ones like this is like uh, that's a dream come true for a lot of people wow this is like that uh, amazing movie the cinematography was fantastic in it the queen latifah katie holmes one yeah you love that movie you're right is yeah. it money money heist or? money heist yeah yeah I feel like, yeah, I, I do not know. I should be asking you. <laughs> it is called The Money. Money Heist. I think Diane Keaton's in it. Yeah, Diane Keaton is in that. Another one of Crash's All old favorites. All-star lineup, man. Yeah. I can't believe... Mad Money. Mad Money, yes. Oh, Mad Money. Because they roll around on the bed in cash. Well, they actually steal money. It doesn't blow out of the back of a truck. <laughs> wow. This text here says, guys, we were on that highway last week. Oh. I wish we had been there when that truck blew up. We would have been picking up the cash. People go crazy when money's blown around. That's why those cash cubes have been very successful for radio That's station uh, promotional uh, yeah. things, right? 
Everyone yeah. loves a cash cube. Yeah, you There's get something you get, primal in us. Yeah, you get a listener in the cash cube, turn the fans on, it yeah. blows money around, and you grab. You got like a minute or 30 seconds to grab whatever you can. I don't know if they still do it, uh, you know, for COVID stuff, but yeah. Chuck E. Cheese used to have that version for kids. <gasps> no. I, I was so jealous. I remember that. You got to do it? I did. Oh, Haley. Are you grabbing like tokens flying around? It's, it's Chuck E. Cheese dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your paper. Wow. It was really cool. That is really cool. I was at some birthday parties for like yeah. the kids and they were doing it. And I asked them, I was like, can I get in there? Mm-mm. Gin shows up. Weight restriction. Wait, well, oh, that's stupid, Mouse. Are you sure it wasn't what you were wearing? You took your shirt off and you just had a belt and you're putting money in your belt. <laughs> 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 Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. These people whipped into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. Have you been Christmas shopping? Did you see people fret, like get whipped into a frenzy? You do see people get crazy for you like see people get last crazy. item on a shelf or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like remember many, many, many years ago uh, when we were living in uh, Saskatchewan, there's still Future Shop around, and we waited in line for a Boxing Day sale of the Wii Fit board. And everyone got a number. It was nicely organized at the front door. But still, when they opened the door, it was yeah. like a mad rush. We're yeah. all guaranteed one. We have our number. Mm-hmm. But it was the other deals that people didn't know yeah. about that mm-hmm. they wanted. And they just pushed. Signs got knocked over. I'm like, what the? What? It's a $5 DVD player. Uh, yeah, it was wild. So <laughs> as you've been in line since 2 in the morning for a week, and you're like, some people. <laughs> My word. Yeah, right. Why are you pushing? (laughs) We all have a number. Don't worry. Or perhaps uh, maybe you were at the site of a truck that uh, flipped over. Mm. Like a money truck or any product. Someone said they saw a beer truck in North Battleford flip over. If a beer truck goes uh, flying, that's fair game, no? I would think so. Can you go get a sixer? What about a chicken truck? They can't resell that chicken. Once Once it's touched the highway? Right? Yeah, chicken's got skids. Huh. I guess you probably could. Yeah, I think once I think once most product, apparently not money, touches the highway. It's yeah. it's everyone's yeah. property. Yeah. All right. Have you seen um, either a truck flipped over and people go and get some stuff? That's just weird. A, just a lot of product all over. Or some sort of frenzy. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. I did not think that we would find people who were chasing down flip trucks. Yeah. I haven't seen one flip truck. No, me load. neither. No, I've, I have only seen a chicken one. I didn't see a frenzy around it. Yeah. What, how? What state were the chickens in? Well, I just saw a bunch of uh, like the the green cages thrown oh, throughout the ditch. Oh, that's not good. I'm sure the chickens were. It was just like they were in a zipper, the but zipper ride. These chick chickens were heading to the factory or coming from the factory? Uh, heading to the factory. Oh, so they were still with us. They were like there were feathers. There were feathers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a they lot were of like yeah. Chirp, chirp, chicken. Oh, oh. They were shaking baked chicken. Oh, yeah, they definitely got shaken out. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Oh, boy. Well, we're talking about this because a truck on a California highway, the back of it blew open. It was a armored truck. And money went all over the highway. And with that, a ton of people pulled over. Two people have been arrested as a frenzy took place and people started gathering up as much money as they possibly could. I do kind of want to see a frenzy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this will give you mad anxiety, Mars. Yeah, probably would. You don't, you don't like big groups and people shouting and no, hollering. No, that's true. I don't. shoving and punching. <laughs> you're, you're right. A lot goes on in a frenzy. It does. Yeah, it does. When one person goes down, it's it's bad. We sort of lose ourselves. Yeah. It's like a mob mentality, like a shark with blood in the water. Yeah. Uh, Trevor says, hey guys, in my hometown, a train derailed and everyone went crazy. One of the boxes 
cartons of cigarettes. Oh my God. He says the whole town gained an addiction that day. <laughs> yeah, at this price, who can afford not to? <laughs> All the teens are now smoking. Yeah. Oh like, my sweet. gosh. If a train, like yeah. that's a big load. And I've been riding beside some trains. And you see, like, the big uh, snowmobile loads. I'm like, oh, oh damn, because they're wrapped in, like, the yeah. bombardier wraps. I'm like, damn, if that tipped. You're racing ahead, putting corners on the track. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I sacrificed my ram. Oh, my gosh. Don't do that, by the way. Even the plywood loads. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Good as cash. Uh, let's do uh, James. Hey, buddy. Good morning. Hey. Uh, did you see a, uh, a, a truck roll over that had a lot of product, and then it just turned Turned into a frenzy? Absolutely. It was about 25 years ago in Saskatoon on Circle Drive. Okay. Uh, it was a like a Saputo or whatever dairy truck. Yeah. And it was full, full of cheese blocks. Oh. And it rolled over in the ditch in the middle of the winter. And I swear, I saw 200 people dashing over fences and cars stopping, racing. And there was cheese spread all over for about <laughs> a block. Like, I've never seen anything like it. I think Mars would do that. I she would get I out might. of her car and jump through the fence, over a fence, and then hoist it up and be like, I got a perm wheel! <laughs> over a perm wheel? Yeah, I would do that for sure. They're expensive. But, like, people were scaling fences and stuff to get to the cheese? Yeah, like it was crazy. Uh, I would envision uh, Mars doing a Tokyo drift and grabbing them everything off the ground while, <laughs> while you're hanging out the other side. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Like it's a cheddar, it's a mozzarella. <laughs> it's Laguna. Oh, that'd be great. Holy crap. Wow. Did, you, did you end up getting any? No, literally I was uh, driving behind it and I uh, just stayed back because I was just unfortunately big jacked up truck at the time and it's like, I'm just staying out of this madness. I don't need any part of it. Yeah. yeah. You just flattened out a couple blocks wow. of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Thanks, James. Oh, thanks, James. You betcha. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I can see boatloads of people running for cheese. I think Haley and I would run for cheese. Yeah, that would, again, be one of the few times that you actually see me running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine if a queso truck rolled Ooh. over in front of Haley. Oh, my, I would be scooping queso into my shirt like this. <laughs> oh, just trying yeah. to catch big pools of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Filling your trunk with loose <laughs> queso. <laughs> grabbing a shovel. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dylan, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Excellent. Um, your buddy, he was driving a truck, had tons of product, and uh, did he smash it? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> buddy got the contract for delivering beer. Okay. So he was traveling from uh, the Kootenays over to Kelowna. He was driving a five-ton. Well, it was too icy. It was around this time. Too icy. He took a hard corner. He flipped onto his side. Uh, he was okay. He didn't get hurt or nothing. But pallets and pallets and pallets of beer went all over the road. Oh. Uh, and there must have been close to 30 cars stopping, not to check them out, but they were grabbing beer. <laughs> so, by the time the cops showed up, um, they looked around and said, well, what were you hauling? Because there was nothing left. Holy crap. No People cleaned it out that quick? That quick. There's a couple of crushed beer cans here and there, you know, from the rollover and everything. But overall, nothing was left. Like people were just yeah. like, whatever they could grab, they throw it in their car and peel out. Yep, exactly. That. Some guys were, were grabbing flats and pawn flats, just throwing it in their truck. And they waved at the guys, see, okay, yeah. And they kept going. Holy crap. We're going to stop them. So, so the cops came, they did the breathwise on them, obviously. They did everything. Yeah. Uh, tow trucks coming. So just as the 
the cops leave, he grabbed one of the half cases that he had beside him and just started drinking. <laughs> he's he like, well, he's gonna lose his job. So. Well, exactly. Yeah, he's like, well, my day's done. Can you imagine? You all right there, yeah, bud? But, yeah, I'm all right. And then you just load up your own beer, yeah. and away you go. Well, they did a Canadian thing, right? Are you okay? Are you sure? Do you mind if I take this? He's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if you must. That's true. <laughs> what a story. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. I mean, at least as Canadians, we were asking you, hey, hey, bud, do you mind if I grab some of this, right? Yeah, we're seeing if they're good. Are you okay? Do you mind if I steal mm-hmm. this? Thanks. As we're putting our sixth case in our trunk. Like, this is okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's do uh, Katie. Hey, Katie. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, you witnessed a bit of a frenzy in a store, right? Well, I did. Uh, there used to be a store called Filene in Boston, and actually they had Filene's basement, and then they had Filene's sub-basement. And every uh, year, they used to have a wedding dress sale. Mm. Oh. And oh. it was something to behold. The news channels used to come out every year because it was a, it was just something you, you had to see to believe. Anyway, these women would line up around the block, for a couple of hours before the store opened. And when the door <laughs> opened, they would burst in and they would grab wedding dresses. It could have been size four, it could have been size 20. They didn't care. They grabbed armfuls of them. They started stripping down in the aisles and trying these dresses on. What? I mean, you had to be there to actually witness this. Because wow. I thought it was a made up story till I saw it myself. Holy you know what's crap. funny is actually I read a I read a story on this on this bride frenzy on like the cut or whatever. And I've only seen pictures of it, but it's exactly as you describe it. These women line up for hours and then they like bum rush the front and take their clothes <laughs> off and just start putting on wedding dresses. The deals have to be incredible, like, right? Oh yeah, the deals are insane. That's why they're just grabbing whatever yes. they can. Yeah. Because yeah. you you'd probably be cheaper yeah. to grab a, something that doesn't fit you and have it altered. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. And and the thing was, you should have seen what was left of the store at the end of all of this. It was <sighs> like there'd been a war in the store. <laughs> oh my God. Everything is annihilated. Oh. Shelves knocked over, holy racks knocked cow. over. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was something that I will never forget. I bet, yeah. I okay, bet. thanks for sharing that, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Okay, bye. Have bye-bye. a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you too. Bye-bye. Like anything bridal, I think people just get wild yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I, that article was fascinating. It showed pictures of these women just like with this wild look in their eyes. And <laughs> but is it a controlled mania because you can't damage the dresses? No, it's right? not controlled. Oh, it's not controlled. Oh. No. So like dresses end up getting on the floor and trampled, and you're, you're taking them. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's a frenzy. <laughs> there should be a TV show like Bridal Wars or something. <gasps> I'd be on that show. Yeah. Haley would be. She'd be the worst. Or like bri- <laughs> battle brides. You could just <laughs> you could just buy a bunch of dresses and go city to city, uh, slash down the price on these dresses. Open a pop up shop. Yeah. Let the word on the street. Let Put these cameras in. Yeah. You, you know what? A new city each week. Lululemon did that in Regina before oh, Lululemon yes. had a store, like a, an actual brick and mortar store in I Regina. Forgot about that. Yeah. And so they asked. Um, I was asked to go do a live broadcast from this pop up Lululemon store. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, I was on the air for all of five minutes and my booth got kicked over. <gasps> Someone grabbed my microphone. It was mayhem. My I was like, can you come like, and Give help me? Give me my headphones back. Mm. Uh, this isn't Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very yoga. I'm like, this is Z99. Today's just music. <laughs> 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 I wasn't even wearing Lulu. 
I was just there to do a four-hour broadcast. And it was wild because yeah. like uh, the song finishes and it's like Z99 yeah. on location. Mm-hmm. And the Mars fires up the mic and all you hear is... It was wild. Yeah. Like, what is going on there? Crazy. And it was lined up. Oh, it was wild. Lined up around the whole building. And there was no control. It was just women fighting over yoga pants, punching me in the face. Someone grabbed my sheet of my talking points. It was just tables of clothing. Lulu clothing. It was wild. Regina had never seen that. No, 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 never. (laughs) And they showed why they're not allowed. Oh, there's one there now. Lulu's like, no. <laughs> they did get one. This was a mystique. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, one more on this. Sure. Barb's, uh, Barb. Barb's been hanging on. How you doing, Barb? Good. You guys? Yeah, doing fantastic. We're doing good. Uh, you witnessed a bit of a frenzy in your small town. Sure did. I was working for the highways department, and we got a call that a crab truck had flipped over. Oh, oh crab people truck. People love crab. Yeah, they sure do. So there was probably 50, 60 people all over the highway trying to pick up this crab. Yep. We got invited to a quote-unquote crab boil, and I just couldn't do it. (laughs) You knew all this crab had hit the road. You knew it was street crab. Uh, You know, it's not shell, it's gravel. Yuck. Yeah. 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 So how did you guys get word that a crab truck flipped? Like, did it just just rip through and like, were people driving out there to get their hands on some crab? Sure were. And small town, exactly right, Crash. So working for the highways, I mean, if something's shutting the highway down, they have to call and, and let everybody know, right? So... We I stood on the road with a stop slow sign while all these vultures were in there picking up. The, oh, it was awful. Wow. Oh, and did you initially think that people were uh, just like cleaning up the road to help out this uh, poor crab truck that tipped over or you knew they were there to take everything? Oh, no, I knew that they were there to take everything. <laughs> Everybody that was supposed to be cleaning was wearing Vizzy. The rest of them had this wild Cruella DeVille look in their eyes. <laughs> Crab! Crazy! Wow. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks, Barb. Thanks, Barb. <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.